Welcome to Still Talking Uncut. I'm your host, Master Distiller Sean Rigsby. Joined by my co-host, Master Distiller Sean Rigsby. Hope y'all like my new beard. Looks nice on me. Yeah. That so that's nice what it's like this winter. Yeah, you know what I look at all the time. You know, this is what I have to look at. So, I am your host, Master Distiller Sean Rigsby. Try my vodka. What's that? <laughs> I'll try a vodka this weekend when we get down there. I'm glad I hopped on before I hopped on here because I laughed for 10 minutes. <laughs> so, so we know uh, our, our, our so we know Shu was supposed to join us. Um, he's running late, so you yeah, know, I think he's he figured, having, Yeah, he's got to set his uh, stool up so he can get up to his chair. He must work. have. Yeah. So, um, how you doing? If you're just joining us. I'm your host, Master Distilla Sean Rigsby. Hope y'all are having a good night. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> a mess. I wear a hat. I can't even do it right. <laughs> oh, man. If you're just now getting here, in case you're wondering, this is going to be a shit show. You know, we're waiting on Shua. He's a little late. We didn't want to make y'all wait. And y'all had to see my cool Halloween costume I come up with. And <laughs> I don't know, man. Wearing a hat is supposed to make your hair fall out. So I don't know if I want to be wearing a whole lot of hat. <laughs> you, you ain't got that hair. <laughs> it's, it's, it might be a little too late, huh? But yeah, I look nice tonight, man. That's right. The way Cody Sean was where he put on the mask. The man under the mask. All right, so I'm sure uh, Texas five minutes is like 25 minutes. So, yep. So we'll just go on ahead and get started without him. Um, How was your weekend, Sean? Good. Washer went out. So we're going to go get one here in a few days. Another nice. Day. I'm too bad. Appliance shopping, spending money you ain't got, you know, so <laughs> on something you really need. So it's like, what, what, uh, what choice do you have, you know? None get to laundry mat for if, if you if you go there three times, you spend the same amount of money. Yeah, and then the time, just bought it. Yeah. yeah, the time. It's like the time. It's like, mm -hmm. look, man, let's just let's just handle up. So. But other than that, you just hang out with the family, have a good weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Wasn't bad so, at all. So, you know, I, I hound kegs around <laughs> us, you know. If, if there's a keg, I'm looking for it. I'm on Facebook Marketplace and everything else looking for kegs. And and so Friday night, I'm laying there, and I see a dude up uh, just north of us, about 40 minutes north of me anyways, Um he had some kegs and he had some drums, barrels. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, hit him up. Like, hey, bro, at that price, I'll buy every barrel you got. <laughs> He's like, well, no, I got rid of all the barrels already. And I'm like, man, when'd you put them up? He's like, yesterday. <laughs> I was like, I believe it. <laughs> at the price he had them at, they went, they went real fast. So, 
<laughs> so they are and so he was like, Hey, I got I got 10 kegs. And uh and so I'm like, all right, cool, man. Uh, you know, what do you want for him? And you know, he wanted and we worked out a deal. And I'm like, cool, man, you're up, you're up by Versailles Winery. So I've been wanting to go there, been wanting to take the old lady there. So we head up there to go get them and we're headed there and on GPS I realized we are going to Versailles Winery. <laughs> you know. And so we get up there and come to find out, I start talking to this gentleman and he's 75 years old and he's one of the, he's one of the guys, you know, at this winery, he's just cleaning out old shit, giving himself something to do. And he's one of the main guys. And he's like, Hey man, you know, all these kegs, uh, they ain't got spears in them. And I'm like, cool. I ain't got to take spears out. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, I was worried that was going to be an issue. You'd have to find yeah. spears. And I'm like, nah, bro, you did me a favor. I ain't got to go take the spears out of them. So, all right. He made it. He did. He's got to check out my, my new, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm not quitting my story. Um, and uh, and so, uh, you know, we go up to this winery, and I start talking to this guy, and uh, and he's like, and he's like, um, you know, he tells me he's, he's one of the main guys, you know, and I'm standing back there, and and then he's like, what are you going to do with all these kegs? And I'm like, man, um, I'm going to turn them into distillation equipment. And then, you know, and, and he, he's fascinated, you know, and, and then we start talking and, and then I'm, I'm trying to hear what he has to say. And then, and I'm like, Hey man, just keep talking. I want to hear you speak. You know, you're a 75 year old man who's wine. He's done wine. He's got one of the biggest, best wineries here in Ohio. And, uh, and are, are you here now, Shua? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm your host, Master Distiller Sean Rigsby. Joined by <laughs> my co-host, Dusty's Daddy. You I know, want to be Master Distiller Sean Rigsby. I almost wore my bibs. <laughs> you should have. It's just, it's still not quite cold enough in Texas for bibs yet. Uh, so you should, if you was said, up here, you'd have them on. Yeah. I'm still in shorts and a t-shirt right now. So outside, I was making a mash today with the garage door open and it was, uh, I mean, it was easy breezy, so that's cool. Um, but so I went up to a, I went up to a winery here. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, Versailles Winery, here in Ohio. Is it Versailles or is it Versailles? It's for well down here down here in southern Ohio is Versailles. So. <laughs> Versailles. <laughs> You're right. You damn right. And um and so I ended up picking up some kegs from the um a guy up there, and he ended up being an owner. And what was a what was a winery doing with kegs? They uh, there you go, much better. <laughs> and so they uh, they store them, you know. It was it said um some guys that worked for him used them for um R and D, I guess you'd say, you know. They would R and D a hell um and store some wine in it to see if what he went on on and on about it, you know. And he's just like, you know, I got to the point, I just want them gone. So I'm getting rid of them. You want them, take them. And then he asked me what I'm doing with them. I'm like, well, you know, use them for distillation equipment. And then so he's fascinated. Like, oh, I never thought of that, this and that. And then we start talking about, um, you know, I was like, hey, man, you ever, what do you do with, with a batch of wine that, that you don't like how it comes out? He's like, man, I filter the shit out of it until it tastes good. And he's like, I got this certain way. And I'm like, hey, man, dude, 75 years old. He's got his way. You know that shit works. Right. <laughs> so, 
And uh, and I was like, have you ever thought about distilling it and then fortifying your wine with it? And he's like, that's I've never thought of that. And he's like, oh. so <laughs> I think I threw, threw that in his ear. He's like, we usually just uh, ferment it real high. And he's like, I've never thought about distilling small batches and fortifying it that way with something I can't save. So, you know, and then by the end of it, I handed him some stickers and, and, and he's like, well, and what was cool was I was trying to listen to him talk, but he didn't want to speak. He wanted to hear what I had going on about the, the distillation with kegs and things like that. Cause it was something he hasn't ever really uh, divulged into or heard of. So, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to listen to this man speak and but, but he wanted to hear what I had to say. And it was, it was just wild. You know, you, you get with an old timer and, and they want to pick your ear about something you got going on. Yeah. So one of the, the guys that uh, I, I married into a shining family, but you know, I didn't come from a shining family, but uh, if anybody's familiar with still hand, Steve, his uncle, was at my wedding and he was a moonshiner. He's, he's passed away now, but uh, the first time he ever saw me and Steve make a run of liquor, it was on a keg and he just thought it was the coolest shit he had ever seen. Cause he ain't never seen nothing. He's like, how in the hell are you using a keg? Cause you know, everything was copper pots back then. And you know, he didn't, he ain't never even seen anything run on stainless. And um, yeah, you're right. Those old timers just like, and it's so weird cause it's commonplace now. <laughs> You see so many kegs and so many it's it's, it's second nature it's to us but um it, it's it's cool that you know people just see it like i never thought of using it like yeah because you see them used for everything gas tanks grills furniture you know just about everything you've seen them used for and they just they're like man i never thought right. to make alcohol in it right. so all right well now that i'm i'm done telling my story uh we'll introduce our guest uh mr tiktok legend uh Moonshine Shua, the master and stellar contestant. You know, um, not a winner. Let's just pick <laughs> Let's make sure that everybody knows hey, I, did, I didn't win shit. It's contestant. We'll, we'll, we'll get to there. We'll get to there. We got a while. This is going to be a good time. Um, you know, in case anybody wonders anything that's said between us, it's all in good fun because we love and respect each other to the full max. So. A, I should have put Master Distiller Shoe up by my name. Is that like matched fucking match Sean Rigsby's up there? Oh shit! Hey, shit, dude! I need a drink and uh, give me all a right, second. Get you. I'm gonna. I don't have a yeah, glass of ice, so I'm gonna grab all right. that. You could do your thing. Let's change this right quick. I was I was getting ready to put master distiller loser Shua. <laughs> yeah, no, man, we we got to treat our guests a little better than that. So, <laughs> so you know, it's only fair. It's only fair. So, I I guess I guess while he's going to get something for his glass, what's in your glass? We're we're using the untaxed. Uh, we're using the untaxed moniker here. What's in your glass? So, what's in your glass there, Sean? Well. <clears throat> Since I don't have the apple, it's at your house. It's, man, there's four cases of apples in here, so eight 12-packs. <laughs> well, like half of a like seven and a half 12-packs by now. That ought to work. Is that the whiskey? This is, yeah. Since he's on here, might as well drink it. Might as well, huh? Tell him how clean it is. 
<laughs> I hate I hate myself for ever making that joke. Just so y'all know. What? I, I, yeah, I apologize to the Moonshine community for ever making that joke. I have <laughs> ruined that word. You know, I apologize. I didn't know. I think I was late on that one because you was know. super late. I didn't even know it because I kept saying, "Yeah, it's fucking nice and clean." Everybody's like laughing and shit. I'm like, "What the which, fuck are they which, laughing at?" Which made it better. It made it better. You know, <laughs> what the hell so. is going on, man? My fucking head was up my ass. I had no clue what the hell was going on. I forget, uh, that was right around Maggie Valley, so it's like you know, I, I yeah, your head was. Probably about exploded, about exploded that time of yeah. year. So, dude, I was so fucking busy. I don't ever want to be that busy on a fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. So, a lot of people don't understand when you go and you set up at a festival and you're working the crowd. It is harder than any full time job you ever thought about having. By the end of the weekend, you you know you your my, voice box is worn out. But man, it's a great time. So my wife was rubbing my fucking feet. I was in so much fucking pain after that shit. <laughs> I, that is not an exaggeration. It fucking literally sucked. No, oh, you're standing in, uh, standing in cold tubs of water, and just try trying to get some feeling back. You Wear don't realize how fat fucking hey dudes. <laughs> you hey don't dudes realize don't how fat you are until you stand on your feet all weekend. No and doubt. Then, and then you're like, damn man, I, I need to lose some weight. But then you, you know, you see them Krispy creams over there. How you gonna say no to that? <laughs> so. Uh, we stole the untaxed moniker. Um, uh, what's in your glass? I'm drinking on the rest of my plum brandy. The first thing I got from Shiva. Mm. And well, as soon as I fill it up, I got a. Uh... So you know, um, in case nobody knows, uh, Shiva always also. Co-host a podcast with Appalachian Hooch called Untaxed Podcast. So whenever um, they bring their content back up, check them out on YouTube, Spotify. I guess all the majors, you know. Yeah, we we will be coming back. Uh, we've we've actually talked here recently that we're going to be uh, probably put down some content. We're probably not going to be as consistent as we were. Um, you know, schedules change and people get busy and this yeah, and, you know this podcast shit is a lot of work people don't really realize it's it's a lot of work when you edit audio like it's yeah. it, it's well, a lot of work for y'all yeah and then you know when we set out to do it we were like you know we wanted to have backgrounds and good mics and good camera i mean you we just you know you know him and you know me we don't oh, have I know that. we're just over the top on damn near everything we do so uh it yeah, was, we went hillbilly. We was like, "Hey, man, how how can we make bro, this hillbilly? as hillbilly as possible?" Yeah, let's do there it. There are times I wish that we we're like, <laughs> "Fuck it," but, you know. It makes it easy that way. But I, I tell you, man, I, I like how y'all's is set up. You know, it's it's got that it's it's got that real professional professional feel to it. When when you fire it up, you know, it's got the cool intro and and everything is cool till we see y'all's faces. So I That's prefer it. to listen to it. That's an AB Matt thing, though, man. That's a Matt oh, no. thing. He, so go ahead, go ahead and give Matt a shout out for dude, uh, Dax podcast, ex- man. Exactly. I know, I know what he does. You know, I I know the work he does for y'all, and and so I appreciate what he does for you guys. Such an integral part of it, and and it's people don't even know who the hell he is. And I mean, like without without him, there's there's shit that he's done. You know, for sponsoring my TikTok channel, you know. uh, 
a, a very heavy, a large amount of molasses was sent by him. So like we got to make content from that. Matt, Matt is huge in, in the scene and nobody even knows who the hell he is. So I'm, you know? I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out there, man. I want to see him on your next guest that you guys record. I want him on there. I want to, I want to hear him talk. We want to hear his bit. That. And so I, I've, I've told you that before, you know, I'm throwing it out here now, Matt, hope you're listening, get your butt on untaxed. Cause we want to hear you speak. That's going to happen. Unless That's you prefer happen. to come on the better podcast, and we understand Whoa. you just hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the only one that's running right now? Fucking fight, man. The only one. <laughs> hey, man. I'll get I'll get on tonight, and I'll just put everything back out there. And there it is, you know. But there it is. My, you know what? I'm it's un, untaxed, uncut. <laughs> y'all, y'all should throw out a couple uncut episodes. Like, oh, oh we're rolling untaxed, uncut. This is our homage to the uh, the Hillbilly podcast. <laughs> I mean, we love. Okay, it. so all you miss, like typically, whenever we do, a, you know, a cut episode, right? It's like, oh shit, dude, I need to go get a drink. I, yeah. I I sat down without my ice in my cup and my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all you miss. You I know, know. We know, it's know. it's people it's are just... like, I think some people think that we edit out a lot of stupid shit when when in reality, there's not not very often. I mean, we you know, it's like what we're doing here, you know. Yeah, um, just you're shooting shit. Exactly. Mainly, you're you're just shooting shit, and you know it's um, and people think you edit out like, oh well, they maybe they've talked about this, and maybe they talked about that. It's like, like man, what we talked about is what we talked about. The yeah. only thing we'd edit out would be, you know, Sean's dog barking in the background, or I'm working on that right now. <laughs> no, that's for something right now. So. <laughs> That's Matt. That's Matt just doing his little fucking magic thing. And it's like, yep. you know, if you're looking for it, you'll hear it, but it, it's not nearly as loud. Or when we bring our cups up to our mics and then you hear the clink, clink, clink. And yeah, unlike you know, with us, we had people complaining because Sean was destroying people's ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good time. It's a good time. That's about all he, that's what I mean. That's what he cuts out. And then, he, you know, he makes the intro and all that other shit. So nice. it's badass. But. So, I mean, while you're here, man, tell us uh, how you got started in Moonshine mm. and and how you got started and when you fell in love with it and you decided to, you know. Oh, dude. Be the man, okay. Up. So, it's 21, 22. I am 38 now. So. So, around, had you had you met your. Uh, 16 years. Your. Your. Um, I, girlfriend soon to be wife now or wife uh, i'm not sure no 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 okay. no i i was i was shining way before i met her and her family her okay. family i married into it right so all right got you my bad. Was, i'm jumping ahead ignore me oh yeah just just say shut up and let me tell my story <laughs> this is my episode. Oh, that's 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 <laughs> nine years that's nine years down the road all right my bad, like, my bad my bad my bad honestly it's, it's kind of crazy so i don't know man um I started off, uh, I kind of, I think I've told this story before for people that have, you know, watched any of my shit, but it's, you know, um, I started out and I wanted to make apple pie moonshine. I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking make apple pie moonshine. So, you know, back then YouTube was in its infancy, not nearly as big as it is now. Um, I hopped on YouTube and I said, apple pie moonshine, how do you make it? And, you know, one of the very first videos to pop up because it wasn't really a whole lot of moonshining content out back then. You know, this is, this is the days before, um, uh, what's that guy who was in Austin? Uh, the older dude, um, George. George. This is before he ever even put anything out, right? So, um, 
I got on there, saw apple pie, moonshine, whatever, used Everclear, made a little mix, put it in mason jars, thought I was the coolest kid on the block, and then I handed it to one of my biker buddies. My biker buddy took a sip of it and spit it out in my face and was like, not in my face, but in front of me. He was like, that is fucking disgusting. He's like, what the fuck is that? Is that Everclear? And I was like, well, yeah. That's how you that's how you make apple pie mush. And he goes, No, it's not. That's and, what the internet said. That's what the internet what the, said. Exactly. That's what they told me on YouTube. And he was like, No, well, son, that's that's disgusting. And uh real moonshine is not made that way. But like the dude, and I still credit the guy for it, and he's still one of my really good friends. Uh, but like him him being overly critical about what I made set me down a journey. Go, okay, well, I'm not gonna let that dude tell me fucking uh, that I can't make moonshine. So that next thing I know, I go back to the internet and I so I say, what is moonshine? That I literally googled what is fucking moonshine, and it told me, you know, it's traditionally made with corn and da 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 da, and start reading moonshine history and this that and the other, and um, then you know, it's how to make moonshine. Well, you need a fucking still, how to build a still, and I built my very first still, which is very indicative of like what a. Uh, a Viver pot looks like nowadays, but Vivers weren't around back then. Yeah, so there was, there was nothing around back then. I took a stock pot because I saw somebody use one on a fucking forum once um, on the home distilling forum. And, uh, you know, back then it was forums. It wasn't Facebook groups. There weren't any Facebook groups for this shit at all. And, um, you know, you're trying to sift through shit and figure this out without having a whole lot of fucking help. And it's very, very difficult to figure it out whenever you weren't raised in it and you didn't grow up in it. And yeah. next thing you know, you're, you're wanting to do it and you're in Texas and you fuck, they ain't no Texas moonshiners, you know, and, and, you know, and when, when you're green, like then, that, like, especially back then, you know, yeah. when you're, when you're green like that, you know, anything five years and uh, before ago, it's like, you're on your own, unless you know, a guy in the holler who's willing, to, who's willing to do that for you. Yeah. Or, or you have that family tradition and you, you got a grandpa or uncle yeah. or somebody you can talk to. It's like, you don't know. So it's definitely all trial and error. There's, no, there's, there's nobody to ask questions yeah. to. So it definitely yes. raises challenges. Some of, yeah, exactly. My very first still was like a, a stainless steel stock pot. I drilled a hole in the lid. I put a fitting on it. And um, I couldn't Teflon tape it or anything. The hole was too big. I, I flour pasted <laughs> around that fitting and like I flour pasted everything for fucking thing else. Cause that's, that's, you know, it, I didn't even know what the fuck a keg still was at that point. You know, they were just starting to kind of be used that, and you know, they were on the forums, but a keg was a little bit bigger and out of my reach. I wasn't making very much money. It's kind of a shit shithead. And uh we've seen the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dreadlocks and shit. Like an asshole. dude, it was weird. Dreadlocks, so, skateboards, and Jinko jeans, boy. Hey, son. <laughs> Need some more eyes. Need some more eyes. So how long did it take you before um like how long did you rock that homemade um stock what's called stock pot still? Two runs. Two runs? Two runs. And I said fuck flower paste and I went and moved I wouldn't build a keg. Okay. And but I ran I didn't build an electric keg. Um I built a keg that was, you know, fire driven. Oh, one thing you asked is say, like, when did you fall in love with it? The very 
first fucking drip. Yeah, that's that's Duff. that's it, man. Like you're unsure. First drip. You're unsure. You're unsure until you get that first drip, that first drip, and that first drink out of the end. You know, dude. It's like, in my blood, fucking instantly. There was never a drug that that took me like that was that powerful that like I felt like I needed to do this shit forever. And it was I was so new to it. And I just was like, I instantly loved it. And I was like, I cannot fucking believe I'm making real hooch. And and I'm telling you, man, it was cloudy because the fucking flour paste was in my my fucking condenser. And it was all fucked up and tasted like complete dog shit, you know. It was a sugar shine. Um, I mean, that's was... that's how you first run goes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's gonna be dog shit, like, dude. You know, like it, and everybody I was like so we see impressed. it all the time where, yeah, we see it all the time where new guys hop on and they're like, "Oh, it's cloudy. It's my first run, or it's my second run, and it's cloudy." And it's like, bro, strap on your pants, man. And you're in for a long ride. You're gonna have some of them. Yeah. I don't care yeah. if you've been doing it for 25 years. Every now and then, it's gonna happen. How you know? deep down this rabbit hole do you want to go? Yeah, yeah. Because so. it's I'm telling you what, man, it is the biggest, deepest rabbit hole I've ever even thought about. And I've done a lot of yeah. things. You know, I love motorcycles, I love hunting, I like guns. I was in gun industry, I was in the motorcycle industry, and I loved those two things, but there was always this one thing I did when I went home, and it was make fucking liquor, you know, and I did it on a keg still. Uh 24 inch piece of stainless tri-clamp pipe reducers down to copper that I sweat all everything together went down to a traditional condensing worm in a five gallon Home Depot bucket and I ran that still in that configuration for the better part of 10 years so my my question (laughs) is is did you see somebody doing that with a keg or did you yeah the uh, home the home distilling forums there were some guys that were building kegs that were you know they were working with triclamps. They were doing electric was still kind of new. Okay. PID, PIDs were really about all you could find. And everything was hand built. Everything was homemade. Yeah. There wasn't any companies making boxes, you know, um, there wasn't any, any guys making boxes on the side. You know, there were, you know, in the past, you know, five, six years has been guys that have come and gone that have mm-hmm. made PID boxes. And now, and, and and at the time, I didn't know anything about SCRs or potentiometers or any of that stuff. And, um, you know, finally one day I was like, you know, I want to go electric because I want to be able to run inside more times throughout the year. And then I, I mean, went electric. It, it definitely takes away a, it takes away a, a danger factor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no open flame, no, a lot less worry about fireball. <laughs> so you uh, want to run inside. I could see that, you know. Um, but you know, when you first start, you're like, "Hey, man, find yeah. me a twenty dollar uh, turkey fryer and let's twenty dollars." Nah, man, I pull them out of the trash. Bolt <laughs> trash pickup. I cruise around and I found I found one. Honestly, my first turkey fryer was pulled out of someone's trash that they were throwing away. Nice. And they don't, uh, they don't throw shit like that away around here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "That's mine," but, and I'm fucking making liquor on it. Oh yeah, like dude, first turkey fryer I got. I, I still use it sometimes just to boil water with just out of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's got a place in my heart and I got to break it out every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> so. I still have it, man. And I still have the very first, you know, and then the still got changed. It went to a lie bed condenser. Um, and I, the worm went to still hand Steve's old still. 
Um, so, but I still have that still in one of the original configurations that um, I ran it on. So, you know, and then I went, I went electric. Fuck four years ago. Over to the dark like side. That. Yeah, maybe, maybe not quite that long. I don't know. I went electric by maybe about four years ago, and then um, just prior to me really getting on TikTok heavy, and then uh, shit, I've never looked back. Electricity's fr- frowned upon around here. It shouldn't be. It's fucking awesome <laughs> for now. <laughs> for now, nothing not, not like flames. It's fucking that, epic. That fire rolling, you know. You guys, so. <laughs> you know, it's, ne- you you shit about the electric yeah. stuff. So. I love it, man. I'll never go back. Yeah. I'll never go back. Well, unless I have to, if I'm out somewhere and I have to, you know, you don't have access to it. Yeah. You got to run fire. Yeah. It is, but well, you know, uh, it's, not, it's nice to be able to do both. You know, like, yeah. You know, I still have my burners. You know, you don't throw away a good tool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't throw away nothing. I don't, anyways. At least that's what the old lady bitches spell. <laughs> but I like to stick it in the barn. Just stick it in the barn. We're good. So, yeah. But, you know, like a lot of people, like, I think I think cakes changed the home distilling, you know, the the thought about it, you know, the attitude towards home distilling. Um, I think that the keg really brought in the the home distilling, you know, made it huge. You know, made it simple because almost anybody can get a keg, has a keg, knows a buddy with one laying behind his barn he don't give a shit about. And and then you know it's the parts the parts like you're talking about the marketplace. Got, yeah, you yeah. know, you get a you get a twenty four inch uh, spool with two inch barrels on it and some tri clamps, and Done. you you just piece it together, you know. And like, and if anybody wants to know how to build a worm, like building a worm, simple, <laughs> you know, like yeah, just stretch the wires, stretch it out, and you're done, you know. Yeah, just uh, don't don't straighten your pipe yeah. before you roll it, and you're good. It's <laughs> it's badass because like you know, there's usually not any thermometers on those stills. You know, you're running them on fire. You learn to run the rig by the touch the feel the sound not looking at a bunch of instruments and shit you know and everybody sees how fucking crazy my shit is now but you gotta understand man i came from somewhere Mm -hmm. and i learned to run that shit by hand yeah and and that's how i ran it for 10 fucking years and then i you know felt like i had fully mastered that i was like it is time to move on well, thermometers are always nice, you know. That's why I tell people. Of I'm course, like, they're nice to have, but get used to not running with it. You know, it's nice you're running, you're feeling around doing something. You look up, it's like, oh, okay, it's 120 degrees. You know. Yeah. Then you ain't got to go over and touch it all the time if you don't want to, or if you're over fucking with something else. <clears throat> I think so a I of- think uh, a beginner a beginner should not use a thermometer because you're going to learn a lot more faster yeah. without a thermometer in the beginning. Then you will staring at that thermometer because that's one of the biggest questions I get all the time. Like, well, well, my, my thermometer says, my thermometer says, yeah. and, and you know, I want to be like, hey man, fuck hey, what your thermometer says. Throw that shit in the trash. <laughs> yeah, throw that you know, shit so in the I, trash. I, I think I think beginners um, will learn a lot more out of not using yeah. a thermometer when you first start out, yeah. and just you know, do it by feel and touch it and. You know, you know when it's getting hot. You know when it's about to when it's warmed up, about to run. So, <laughs> so you was uh you run that keg still for about two years. Um, ten. So it was ten. Oh my bad, about ten years. So 
when did um, you decide to divulge into, you know, social media, you know, short format, TikTok? And so, so you, know, you, you uh, was it while you were still running that keg still at yeah. the end or? I had a, I actually had Facebook groups um, that uh, I was running. And this is back whenever I think the, the biggest Facebook group at the time may have had 10,000 people. In it, so you're, you're, right? you're talking the be, the beginning of Facebook when it was awesome. Facebook <laughs> groups, yeah, yeah the Facebook of groups, group. yeah. When the groups yeah. came out, because I've had Facebook, I've had Facebook since I was 18 as well. So yeah. um, the group, the groups got big, and I remember early, man. Every group you went into for anything was cool, man. It was awesome. Yeah, they were they were all they were they're fantastic. There weren't trolls. There wasn't assholes. There wasn't this. You know, um, the downside was that you 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 know. There weren't the file. The file function wasn't there. None of that stuff was there that enhanced these groups the way they do now, where you can pin recipes and everything else in them. But uh, I ran two groups, um, Modern Moonshine Makers, and then I also ran uh, Built Not Bought Moonshine Stills. And if anybody was ever in any of those groups... Uh, Built or, Not Bought, I think I remember that one. That So that was my group. So okay. what happened What happened was around the time of the election, we I know everybody was getting super political, I was on I was the only admin of those two groups. I didn't have I didn't have mods, I didn't have other admins, and I didn't have backup accounts. Um but around the time of the election, Trump and everything else, everybody got involved in politics. I got involved in politics, and I would say my view of how things were on the internet. And um <laughs> face, Facebook took offense to some of the shit that I had to say and ended up booting me from their entire platform. You know, like we grew up, we grew up in the generation of this is America, this is a free country, free speech. Say what you want. We're gonna say what you want, mean what you say, and if somebody don't like it, well, that's your opinion to disagree with me. You know, we don't have to agree on it, but and that's where it stopped. So I think that yeah. really uh so I ran those two a while back, and you know, we had healthy numbers. Built not bought was I think ten thousand prior to getting lost. And then um, I don't know what modern moonshine was. Anyway, um, after I, I got kicked off of Facebook, I mean, the groups were gone. Right. Yeah. And then when the groups were gone, uh, you know, I went back on Facebook and everything was cool, whatever. But like Facebook just wasn't the same. And then I went over eventually, you know, when TikTok came out, I was kind of like social media free for a long time didn't really do anything on social media just kind of kept reading and, and studying and doing my own thing and making my own liquor and living my own life. And then TikTok came around and I thought the short format thing, I th well, I thought all social media was stupid. First of all, I was like, that's dumb as fuck. I ain't getting on that. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> stupid as hell. I, no, I don't have nothing to do with anything that's, that's online. Screw all of it. And then next thing I know, my wife keeps showing me cool stuff on TikTok and holding her phone over and, showed me and i was like you know i'll download this app and then i start scrolling and you get there because of the you know the thoughts and the booty shaking and everything else and then next thing you know i'm scrolling through and i see old prohibition 1920 has a video of him making something and we're we're talking dude he's only been on the app i don't think even 60 days that he was on the app at this point and i commented in his video and i said bro You've inspired me to make a TikTok completely about distilling and home distilling and moonshining and everything else. Nice. And so, how long ago was this? 
Fuck. Pre-COVID? I didn't even know TikTok existed back Around then. 19, 18, 19, somewhere in there? Something like that, yeah. Uh, late 19? Okay. Or, or like, shit, I don't, fuck, I don't even know, dude. I've, it's been a couple of years. Two two years now, at least. At least. Um, but yeah, it was 2019, somewhere in there. I'd have to go back and look. But anyway, I used to always tell him that story. I was like, dude, you know you're the one who did this, and like you're the one who created this fucking monster. And <laughs> he was like, well, you know, and he had a lot of followers at the time and you know, he saw the, probably saw the comment and liked it. It was like, hell yeah, bro. It kept moving, you know? And then one day it's, it's odd because one day he was scrolling through really old comments on old videos and found it and screenshot it and sent it to me. It was like, dude, this is the comment you're talking about. And if anybody's a sleuth and wants to go find out, go to prohibition 1920s page and dig around his very first videos. And you will probably find something in there that from moonshine shoot. To us saying you've inspired me to make a channel, and that then you'll know the date. Somebody will go find it. Um, but that's that's pretty much it. How it started, and then I started doing this, and I always wanted to teach people how to make liquor. None of my friends were really interested. And then when the live functions, you know, back then to get to a thousand was hard on TikTok. A thousand followers. was very difficult to get to a thousand followers. So when I got a thousand followers, I was really, I mean, I had to push hard for like a month for it. Like a lot of content interacting, mm-hmm. liking everybody's comment, responding to everybody's comment, that kind of thing, putting out good quality content. And, uh, when I hit a thousand, I was just so happy because I literally sat down on TikTok and I had like a whiteboard and notes and shit like that. And I would just talk and just, yeah, Talk about fermentations, and I would just nobody was even in my fucking lives, not a single person. And I would just keep talking. And somebody would come in and would be like, Well, how does this work or whatever? And then I'm like, Oh, yeah. And I just completely go and answer that question. And then they would leave, and I would go back to talking about fermentations to the air. Yeah. And it was fucking dope because then next thing you know, people are starting to come in consistently. And you know, now I've had like 2,000 people in a live before and it, it's just absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's it, just it, fucking it crazy. crazy. <clears throat> you know, it's cool that, you know, um, how much it's grown. It's it, Yeah, it's grown. I'm always in awe. Exponentially. So, yeah. um, I find it cool that, you know, um, you got your start by Prohibition putting up content. You know, he started with content and then you, you it, it projected you to make your own page and then just think about how many people that you've affected who have been like you know what i'm gonna start my own thing because of what you do so it's cool to see you pay it forward it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing and um you know i I like the backstory that you know you started your channel because of in all of what somebody else did and how they did it whereas like you know uh me and phil we started our channel because of how difficult things were explained (laughs) and how and how hard it made it and it was like man i'm dumb and i like it simple and i know there's there's millions of people just like me (laughs) maybe not as ugly but you know (laughs) dumb and simple when they want it simple so you know it was it was what we started with and and it, it it took off pretty well so yeah yeah you looked better when you had your beard and hat on i did man I just I could I could only be master of Stiller Sean Rigsby for so long. My shoulders were getting heavy from on. holding the hand of the world. So Sean, what is that? <laughs> what? What's that? What's that in that, your hand? I said Maggie Valley Wiki. 
I don't it's know not, what it. It's clean. <laughs> I, I don't. Some asshole signed a bottle like there was some A-list celebrity. I know that. He didn't want to. <laughs> I told him to. I said, "Here, sign this fucking bottle." He's like, "Come on, man." Stupid ass. I, I don't want to do that shit. That's and I will say that man. That that's been something that's been hard to get used to. Is that people are like, "Oh, it's fucking Shua," and I'm like, yeah. "Bro, I make liquor in a fucking garage." Yeah, I, I tell people all the it's, time, man. Like, I'm just I'm just a normal ass dude who just knows how to have a good time. Man. That is it. That is it. It's flattering. I mean, and I guess you know, I could say it's really easy to get to go to your head if you're fucking not careful. But man, I don't want to be that way. Like, that's not. Oof. No, I'm good. Yeah, you know, like Sean. And- <laughs> bro he's such an asshole <laughs> I am. no i owe sean man i owe sean he he got me good he got me with a good one so i i give it yeah. to him a little extra hard today you know it's, did you just it's, say you're gonna give it to him a little extra hard not like that man we know i don't this ain't texas <laughs> you make it, it sound like it's... Texas, right? <laughs> hey this ain't this ain't the dude and bro show so <laughs> ain't no spoons around here. <laughs> oh my god! Right, let's get back on track before this divulges into a giant shit show. So that's real cool, man. You know, um, you were one of the first people that I saw on TikTok. Um, Sean talked me into coming over, and you know, and I and I was amazed at the at the content that like you and Prohibition, namely. Mm-hmm. Um, the content that you guys had, I know Hooch was just starting out, and so he wasn't, you know. But I was just, I was, I was amazed by the amount of distilling content that you guys had on TikTok because you know there's there wasn't, and there's still not a whole lot of distilling content on YouTube. You know, there's there's a lot more than there used to be, mm-hmm. but I didn't I didn't realize before coming over to TikTok that there were guys like y'all that you know really put it out there like that and. It's Man. it's hard too because you know, I mean everybody knows what we do is what we do, and we're all in the same boat together. That's why I don't have a whole lot of patience for guys that want to act like assholes in any form. I don't care if it's Facebook, yeah. TikTok, YouTube. Fuck, you guys, yeah, dude, I'm I got short. <laughs> I I used to be a lot more patient, and now I'm like I ain't got no patience for that shit at all. And like I will call it out, and and if there's anything I do flex. Like if I have uh, any kind of pull in a community, trust me, I will I will nip that shit in the bud now if I can. I'll be like, nah, fuck that. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to like talking trash about other shiners. This is not what TikTok is about. Not at and, all. You know, like it's not Facebook. If you want to do that Facebook shit, go right back go over right there. Right over to Facebook. Fucking now, now plenty it's of, different. Plenty it's, of groups will have you. It's a lot different when you're giving your boys shit about just trivial bullshit that means nothing to anybody else. Um, but you know, in the end, everybody's friends, you know, we yeah. all look out for each other and, and it's just, and that's what it's about. So, yeah, I just think I don't, I got no tolerance for it anymore. And I used to be a lot more patient with it, but now I'm just like, I don't even give a shit. <laughs> You're getting older, man. You're yelling at the kids to stay I'm off your lawn of and shit. You know, <laughs> Get off my lawn. Bro, spray, you with, I... spray you with ethanol. I got a nice lawn too. I'm a I'm a grass guy actually. I know. But she lives in a in a five star mansion. Yeah. 
We live in we we live in trailers in our mom's basements. <laughs> Dude, what I would give to live in the country. And we're actually making those steps now. We're trying to get out there and you and me uh, too, man. I like I like Sean's get setup, completely you know? out of I want to get completely out of the city. So but that's coming. It's on its way. But so you know I, you're uh you're I mean you you're all the hard work and everything that you did on TikTok and you know you've uh, you've grown your channel to almost four hundred thousand followers now. That's the goal right now. I'm I'm on the road to four hundred K is I'm, and, I'm uh, pushing for. You know, and, and it's hard I'm on work. On the road to six. <laughs> six K. <laughs> if, if if you put in if you put in work if you put in the work like that, you know, then I don't know. We all we all aspire to be sure. It's that's what that's what we say. So maybe one day. Maybe one day, but <laughs> something back on track. Sean threw me off. Um, so you know, you um, all your hard work paid off, and you got an invite to be a contestant on Master Distiller. Yep, you know, I think which, that was more that was more networking than it was TikTok stuff. I think. Well, you know that. You, I mean, don't get me wrong. TikTok helped. Whenever you look at somebody who has, yeah, it's uh, a backing. It shows. It shows. You know. You know, people. You're respected. You know, like yeah. Don't got to be respected by everybody, but you know yeah. you're respected, you know, and and it make it definitely makes a difference. So that means um, a lot, man. Because I, I, dude, it's so hard. It you know, in this niche of what we do, there's so many different ways to do it, right? And there's so many different people, especially if you came from the Facebook atmosphere, that are willing to tell you you're doing it wrong. There's so right. many people that are gonna right. gonna fucking sit there and tell you you're you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. And to get respect in this is very difficult. And it's even more difficult when you're on this side of the Mississippi. I'll be completely honest with you. It's brutal when you're from Texas and try to fucking try to go go start you a channel and fuck on. I make moonshine and, and tell people uh, you're from Texas. Dude, you tell people you're from Ohio, man, and they're just like we're 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 the forgotten stepchild of the Appalachia. Dude. And and even though when when, when you look it. around and, and you, you th- pull a, a a name out of a hat, nine times out of ten, it's going to be an Ohio guy. So, Dude, there's so many Ohio shiners. Like, I'd be, I'd be damned if I wasn't at Maggie Valley every time I turn around when y'all motherfuckers were there. You know, I threw out an open invite to my party, had 11 shiners show up, and nine of them from was from Ohio. <laughs> That's dope. And it was just like, man, and, and then if you look, it's just like there's a cluster of, you know, eight of us are within 30 to 40 minutes of each other, and you know, now I understand where you're at. It don't matter. You know, everything's far away in Texas. Yeah. Like, but um, what's what's cool though is real fucking cool to me is that I now know a ton of Texas shiners yeah. through that app. I mean, it is. I've always wanted to have friends that moonshined, and this is not something people out here do a whole lot. You know. You, you know. You can throw a rock and hit a fucking. If you're in Ohio, you can throw a rock and hit somebody who makes shine. You're in West Virginia, you can throw a rock and hit somebody who makes fucking yeah. shine. Texas, goddamn, we got a lot of land in between us. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> and there's a lot of us now that are like getting tight knit. And there's a, there's gonna be a Texas meetup. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shake one out and and do it. And but dude, it is so fucking cool to see other Texans get together because we do have a rich heritage heritage yeah. doing it. You know, it's not like our history is not there. It's just not talked about. Yeah. I mean, it, if if you don't matter where you're at from America, man, there's history in alcohol, and that's just what it is. 
You know, <laughs> alcohol was is the backbone of this country. Without alcohol, it's, we wouldn't be where we are. <laughs> and and that's just the yeah. way it is, you know. It don't matter if you're from from Idaho, Washington, California, Florida, you know, you could be from North Dakota, it don't matter, man. There's somebody's making shine. And there's mm-hmm. there is some sort of heritage and history that goes along with all of it, and you know, some more than others. Yeah. You know, like I really enjoyed um your episode, uh what was it, the uh, the uh, Glen Rose? Glen Rose Moonshine Raids, bro. Yeah, you know, that I is, really, really that like enjoyed that episode. So. Thirty minutes south of me. That's so a, it's one most... of my top episodes. It's not it's not my favorite episode. Favorite episode of y'all's is the one I was in. So, um. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know nothing about that. <laughs> I mean, you can, I know a guy. I know a guy you can talk to. <laughs> all you gotta do is drive to West Virginia. Show. I I had to drive to West Virginia to be on the show. So see, I was committed. You know, see, I was looking and I can't find an episode nowhere. <laughs> They're coming back. They're coming back. Come back. They'll be back. They'll be back. Yeah, for sure. So, so um, when you went on Master Distiller, what did you make? Uh, I made rum. I mean, I'm a rum guy. the The episode was about medicinal liquor, and um, I was a little bummed because, but you know, the way TV works is you can't keep everything. The way um, movies work is you can't keep every scene. So they cut out a bunch of stuff, especially if, since I was first off. They're not going to keep a lot of my backstory. They're going to keep a lot more of the other people that made it through or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I made rum and um, I had this whole spiel that I talked about on camera about how like rum was used in, in um, you know, the days when they would travel by ship and it was used to help purify water, but they also used it as a tonic and um so it was used medicinally back then and to keep people healthy because they had to make grog because grog would pure was and had enough alcohol in it that would kill all the bacteria that you could drink the water um and i was talking talked a little bit about how the sailors would save back their grog rations or their rum rations and then they would drink it all at one time in the week and get all fucked up and uh so I, like my buddy. <laughs> you know, yeah, I talked about all that. And then at the end of it, I was actually making a really traditional Appalachian um, kind of like cough syrup. So it had um, <clears throat> whorehound candy in it, peppercorns, honey. Uh, and it's actually built off of that recipe that Popcorn Sutton did. And he, it's, a, you know, the really famous one where he talks about, you know, you get a little bit of Whorehound candy, some honey, um, and he, I think he says sourwood honey's best if you can get it. And I went out and got sourwood honey. I literally took popcorn Sutton's recipe, and it was going to be all macerated at the very end and all put in there. And I was going to shake the jar and hand it to him, um, real traditional Appalachian style, but with the rum twist that had the the medicinal properties of rum in it as well. But alas. Never got to the last episode or final stage where I could even macerate anything, and they kicked me off, and I was done. So, so what was the um, what's the biggest challenge while you're there? Like, was it was it not having all the all the you know all the tools that you normally work with? Did was was that the biggest challenge, or or was it just uh, you know like what was the biggest challenge for you? So the biggest challenge for me, brother, was the fact that I got called on a Friday. And they told me to be out there on a Monday. And then you're driving. You drove from Texas, right? 15 hours on a Sunday to get out there and Ooh. film at 6 a.m. on a Monday. So I didn't have 
quite the heads up that some of the other guys did. And yeah, I had two weeks. And if if you watch my episode, I was actually just t- saying this on a live earlier. Somebody's like, he looks nervous. I wasn't nervous. I was tired. And I had a stack of Red Bulls behind that box that I just kept chugging to keep my ass awake because I only <laughs> slept three hours after driving across the country to go make liquor on this show. And it, it, it would get now. Listen, I ain't bitching. This is not me crying about it. I was on fucking national TV. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Oh, sure. You were on TV. No, it ain't even like that. I'm just saying it was a challenge. And, you know, I made my rum. I did my thing. And, you know, it's not what they were looking for. Totally okay. You know, I'm fine with it. But, yeah, staying awake while you're trying to shoot sucks. Whenever you ain't got no sleep and you just drove 15 hours. Sean, you want to tell us about uh, being hungover as shit trying to shoot again, or, or have we heard enough about that? <laughs> I mean, you probably heard enough about it, but it fucking sucks. Well, and that's to... that's hard, too, because you're hanging out with all those other distillers, and dude, we all know distillers can fucking drink. We ain't shy about it. Yeah. Yeah. We... <laughs> Sitting in the lobby of a hotel and everybody's getting fucking trashed. Oh yeah, it was like eleven o'clock the night before, and Scott comes over. He goes, "Hey man, you know we make our first run tomorrow, right?" And I'm like, "Fuck, <laughs> give me another." <laughs> he was he was give good and up. ready. To, yeah, I'm he was good here. And ready to go, and I'm like, "I'm already here. Let's get it." Wall, my Let's tongue hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? Just the the wave. When Sean gets oh, real yeah. drunk, he does the way. I was walking down the hallway going like this. <laughs> you, you didn't have your dad Rick to stare you to your hotel room that night, did you? Oh, fuck him. Like at the Winter Jam. And we, like, like she was talking about, man, you get a lot of distillers together, man, and, and that alcohol starts flowing. When we was at the Winter Jam, man, well, we was, what? The uh, well, she and them was already hung over on Saturday when we got there because they had it flowing Friday night. But everybody else that had come and wasn't hung over on Saturday, it just it flows, man, and it it flows easy. So something something about that whole me being on Master Stiller that not a lot of people know is that uh, the very first person I told before I even told my wife was was Hooch, and uh, I remember I called him and I was like. I said something to tune or like, what are you doing on such and such date? Like, what are you doing on Monday? And he's like, I don't know why. And I was like, cause I'm going to be on fucking master distiller. And he was like, no fucking way. I was like, bro, do you want to come down? And he drove down while I filmed and I was there and he was, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, the whole thing, you're not supposed to tell people whatever, but he was there yeah. and we were filming and it was freaking dope. And I got to hang out with my buddy. And, and then, you know, that, and that takes that experience to another level. Yeah. You, know? and you got to share it with, with, you know, and, and you and him were, were still new friends, you know, like you were, Dude, it was so still, rad, still new friends. And then, you know, y'all got to hang out on the weekend, you know, little, little spooning in the mountains and you guys really, <laughs> really meshed, you know, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> this podcast sucks we would definitely edit that out <laughs> ain't no editing here what's that <laughs> i can't even spell that word <laughs> oh my god uh so in case anybody's wondering man you know a hooch and chua there's it's just running joke you know a spoon in the woods you know, big spoon little spoon because you know she 
shit talkers is all it is. Shua seems like a big guy, but he's not so much of a big guy. Uh, I wanted to the I, camera. I, I wanted to hold him like a baby the first time I met him, but my back wouldn't let me because <laughs> he was a little too big. But <laughs> but you know, it's all love here. So. Um, bro, my grandmother's Japanese. You can only be so big when you're Japanese. You I get know what that. I'm saying? Like, know. he's top heavy. Me too, man. Me, me too. I'm very top heavy. I run into shit, fall over. Like, ice is my worst enemy. You know, I'm just I, I gut have, heavy. I have no counterbalance. It's my head. My head's so big, it definitely makes me top heavy. Yeah. I'm like a toddler. You ever see a toddler with a big head? He can't stay upright. That's me. So, but all right. So, so while while I got you on here, man, tell us the molasses story. You know, tell it. I I love hearing the molasses the story. Fuck? I've heard it ten times. We want to hear the molasses story, man. Dude, really? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Jesus Christ! I spilled molasses every damn where. Every fucking way. I spilled it on set. Well, yeah. Well, besides what we saw you spill on set, you know, it's what. If you ain't spilled no. a drop, you ain't made a drop. They they cut most of it out too, bro. Really? There was so much on set. I felt bad, man, dude. You know some <laughs> goddamn, and you know some people are drunk and they do it because they're just drunk. No, I'm just an idiot, and I just fucking klutzy and like just drop fucking molasses. Like that's gonna be a bear to clean up. That's me. I mean, hey, that's gonna be a bitch. Those molasses stains will be on that floor until they get there for the show. <laughs> Whoever gets that building after they're done, they're gonna be like, "Man, I cannot get this damn stain." Go roll on. I'll take roll a picture of it. girl. You gonna take a picture of it? You can roll on into Sean girl. It's back there in the back. Send us a picture <laughs> of it this weekend, Sean. We want to see it. So it's gonna be right next to to uh, Hooch's burnt floor. All right, now now we all saw you spill it all over the set. <laughs> <laughs> Put them next to each other, huh? Now, uh, mm-hmm. tell us about your five-gallon bucket you spilled. So I had a five-gallon <laughs> bucket of molasses in the bed of the truck. And I was driving Stillhand Steve's farm truck. Now, Stillhand Steve's farm truck is EGR deleted, tuned, and hauls a lot of ass. For, it's like, you know, them diesel trucks that haul ass that people – fucking love yeah. to build it's one of them things nice and uh so i i turned down winfield dunn parkway uh out of the hotel and i don't remember where we we're going or where we we're coming from or whatever but i had to, we were i had to get it because traffic was coming and i put my foot into the floor of that truck and the truck took off and then it was like what i mean it'll suck you in the seats apparently that five gallon bucket of molasses came loose slid to the back uh tailgated the truck and fucking exploded on the tailgate dude went boom i looked in the rear view mirror and was like just everywhere dude i had a i had a 250 quart pelican back there too that it just covered it looked like the exxon valdez oil spill in the back of this truck it was shit was everywhere it's all over the fucking ground in winfield dunn parkway you're driving on the road people are getting it on their cars and shit slinging it up behind them in traffic i was like we gotta get the fuck out of here so i ended up taking it to a fucking car wash that was right next to where we were staying and i'm pressure washing this shit out in shorts and flip-flops because it shit is going everywhere and it's kicking molasses up in the air and then this car wash these partitions between these bays don't go all the way to the ceiling there's like a, there's like a fucking gap right and this gap this gap is at least four foot wide that 
shit is getting this overspray is going up over this gap and into the bay next to me. And I hear this guy cussing and he's mad as fuck. And I'm like, what the hell is he mad about? And I stick my head around there. I was like, oh shit. And he's got a white Mercedes and his shit is covered in this fucking black tar looking shit. <laughs> I'm blowing fucking molasses over the partition and onto his car. And he's mad as fuck. And I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here, dude. I, I finish off spraying off what I can. I just, I hot tail it out, dude. But everywhere I drove, there was a fucking trail of molasses from the back of that truck. You knew exactly where I'd been. It, it was fucking <laughs> terrible. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, God damn it. It's a good time, man. You know, uh, lifelong experience, man. It's something you'll talk about forever. Yeah, because people keep yeah. asking about it. That's but, the best part yeah, of it, though, man. It's a lifelong experience. You know, it's something that we'll never do again. I don't know. You never know. They may call you back. Put my they don't want me on. back. I'm not gonna hold my breath. No, but they don't. Want not me I mean, back. it would be cool. It would be cool if they called me back again to do it. Whatever. Um, I have a friend of mine who who got called back. She was out there filming, roughly the same time I was. I don't know if I made a good enough impression on film the first time for them to want me back a second time. If they want me back a second time, it's strictly because of like. TikTok and in the podcast and the clout that I have outside of them, you know, well, um, or or you know they want you to come back to see, you know, you do better, you know, like they were like, man, we know. I would love know. to go back. I would love to go back. And it would be dope. I mean, the people you meet, the crew is awesome. You know, I've yeah. never, I've never been in that kind of environment where you're they're filming and stuff. It is it is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Win, lose, or draw. If anybody out there gets the opportunity to do it, go do it. You know, uh, it's weird because the guys that are on the show tend to know who else is going on the show because we all kind of in the same group. And then yeah. we get the text messages of the dudes who are like, hey, man, I got selected and I'm going and any advice. And then, you know, we help out the best we can, but, um, I don't know. It, it it's interesting that I don't. Know, I'd go back, but I don't know. Whatever. Oh yeah, definitely. I would. I would go back. I'd have a fucking time of my life again. I would not give a fuck, and I talk shit because I've already been there and I've already done it. And you just kind of know what you're getting yourself into, right? The second time, you know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be a lot more. Li- you gotta know what relaxed. to expect. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. It's you 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 tell the guys that are going on like you know expected this to happen and you know just expect that you're going to be there for 13 freaking straight hours filming and whether you're not filming you're there and you can't go nowhere um so when they say action they say action you know it's like you know just calm down make your mash the way you'd make your mash and fucking ferment your shit and the way you'd ferment your shit just run it man and have a good time have a good time dude have a good time we uh we give you a lot of shit, you know, uh, first off, but you know, in the end, it's like, it's like, dude, just being selected is just such an achievement, you know? And, and so there's definitely, there's respect there, <laughs> you know, there's definitely respect. It's weird. There. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's all love. Yeah. Except for when I make fun of Sean, it's funny. So it just rolls off. Anybody want to autograph? I will autograph whatever you want. <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> uh, 
Are we wearing the same? Uh, are we wearing the same shirt? Yeah. Yeah. This is the one I got. For I me. would, but I don't have one. So how do I need? To, how do I get one? You were at. You should have did what I did. And he'll be in the gym and walk up and grab one. Yeah. You know what I did was I was like, "Hey, pro man, you got a four X in there?" And he was like, "Yeah, I got you, bro." And then boom, I got me a shirt. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I got good time. a few left. We don't have very many, but I have some up there. We'll go through and look. Yeah, this is anymore. this is like this is this year's design. Next year's design is going to be different, though. So you know you can't you can't rock the same design every year. You got to come out with new shit. So <laughs> I had my Sean beard on. I look nice. <laughs> uh, oh my god. So, Shul, what's the uh, what's your Sean? Ask some questions. Favorite still that you've ever ran? There we go. The size don't matter. <laughs> Just your favorite still. That's what the oh, old lady yeah. says too. <laughs> yeah, I better not say that too loud. <laughs> she come in here like somebody lied to you, motherfucker. <laughs> what you I'm gonna grab a drink while he's thinking, though. Man, it's probably—I don't know—it's gonna sound. It's gonna sound. It's gonna sound cliche, but dude, it's my North Georgia. I'm not gonna lie, dude. That that shit is so badass. And I run it all the time too. It's it's one of those things that I've run it so much in the short amount of time that I've had it. You know, by standards, I've had other stills that I ran a hell of a lot longer. Um, I already know that still inside and out, and it was a lot easier to get get to know it. Because I'd had a lot of experience running and shit by the time I ended up getting something, getting that piece. But like, yeah, dude, it's that North Georgia. It, you know, it's it's got personal touches that I specifically asked for on it: the sealed worm, the, the everything else, and um, the, the extra sight glasses and stuff. There's some modifications I want to do to it. So uh, now that I've had it for a little bit, I want to add some extra heating port element, heating ports on it elements or tri clamps for heating elements um i want to be able to put uh 22,000 watts in it at one time for heat up and then be able to cut off two or three and then run it um i might actually put an additional four so i can put two 2000 watts on the back and then four 5500 watts in the front that way i can just get the heat up time down to like 20 minutes, minutes. <laughs> that shit would be it's like a fucking blown V8 in a fucking Honda Civic type of thing. Uh, that would be dope. But other than that, man, nah, I really like that still. It, everything else is cool. Like the 120 is badass. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's nothing else, but it's just bigger, you know? And But that North Georgia is badass. I fucking love that still. So uh, that North Georgia, when you got it, was that your, uh, like, that was that your first jump from the cake still to a big giant still for like your you know and I'm not so much talking didn't you have the the two get the two sixty gallon drum set up before you got to North Georgia or did that come after that came after okay um, so so was North Georgia it, your was was that your first big jump you know like you know I ran a, was that the first time running a fifty um, when yes you got and, that yes and no it was my first still for me to own God damn it I'm fucking. Bro, you could put your legs up in the chair you're sitting in. 
That's fucking amazing, man. I can't get mine off the floor, let alone put them in the seat. I'm Dude, he's like three foot tall. Yeah, that's right. Lollipop guild. So he can kick his feet and not even touch the floor. Yes and yes and no. <laughs> I had run other big stills. I have a 65 gallon uh like a paste cap still. Okay. Um, that I have. Um, and then I also have another still that I a 60 gallon that I bought. But I bought that after I had the North Georgia. But I have a 65 gallon paste cap still that has no thumper on it. Real old school traditional. No. A lot. Yeah, I, I got a 20 gallon paste. Man. It's not it's not here. It's in an undisclosed location that if we ever want to run it in the wood, and it's a wood still, man. It's it's yeah. meant to be run in the fucking woods, right? Nice. Like you don't put something like that on fucking pace, man. Yeah. Like there's there's something about pace, man. It just it makes you feel a different type of way, you know. It's just it makes you feel retro, old school, yeah. like makes you makes you hate life, you know, and <laughs> I, fucking I, cuss cuss your equipment. Yeah, it's no, fucking awesome. Well, Fantastic. Well, what problems have you had with your paste leaking? Yeah, fucking. Oh, we're gonna make some more paste. You know, dude, paste is a pain so in the ass. So when uh, when you clean your, your fucking hands and shit, it's a pain in the. I don't, fuck that <laughs> when uh, when you would put your cap on, would you ever put any weight on the top to hold it down at all? I didn't have to. No. Okay. No. Um. But uh, still, hand Steve's family still is. Probably maybe a 30 gallon. Okay. You know, so, and then we, we ran that. The North Georgia Steel Company is a 50, some 60s, a 60, a 65, and then I got the 120. Okay. And, so, and the 120 is two 60 gallon. Yeah, it's two 60 gallon wine tanks that are right. diggings together. Okay. So two separate 60 gallon tanks. Combined, and I remember when you guys we first ran that when Hooch come up there, and you uh you slid your your fifty gallon over there. You had a uh, who'd you have make you that thump keg attachment for that? Did you have North Georgia make that for you? North Georgia, and I didn't even have them make it. A- Andrew reached out and he was like, "Dude, I have this idea," and um, I was like, "What is it?" And he was like, "Dude, I want to I want to turn your fifty gallon pot into a thumper." Now the one twenty is impressive. It's badass. It's a one twenty, but there are one hundred and fifty gallon stills out there. There's two hundred gallon stills out yep. there. The one twenty is not overly impressive when you start looking about what else is around. What was so fucking badass about that still is that we had a fifty gallon thumper. You show me someone else that runs fifty gallon thumpers. That shit was fucking dope. Yeah, I I drew up plans for a a big giant still that had a fifty gallon thumper to it. And it's now- that's a big. Fucking that's thump. a big fucking thumper, you know. Um, I had my well, you know, plans were that uh, is something uh, else. It was to for it look like Hooch's pot, you know, short fat thumper. We had a, a 50 gallon off a giant one, so we had a 2000 watt preheat element in it, too. <laughs> so we preheated our, our thumping liquid, yeah, like we turned on an element and cranked it. So we had um four 5500 watt heating elements in the main pot because it's Two fifty fives per tank. Yeah. So twenty two thousand watts in the main tank, right? And then we had how long a, did it take that to heat up? A long ass Should time it. because I think we I think we could have cranked on it a little bit harder yeah. than we did. Um, that was the first time though, right? Yeah, and we were, it was all experimental. We had a bunch of guys there, and the last thing I wanted to do was scorch something, so we turned it on low, and we all went to bed, and then woke up the next day, and it was still kind of heating up. So, um. 
if you count the time we turned it on, I mean, there was eight hours of sleep, you know, that we yeah. had that, you know, we turn around and had it, we had eight hours of heat up time prior to that. But realistically, I think we could get that thing to heat up um, on a sugar wash, something that doesn't have a whole lot of particulates and bullshit in it. I think we get the whole thing to heat up in an hour and a half to two hours. Now, now, I know it don't get real, real cold down there. Yeah. Um, you ever use aquarium heaters? Mm-mm. You ever drop an aquarium heater in your pot the night before and you come out the next day, it's already 90 degrees? Mm-mm. Because I I run electric, right? Yeah. So I flick, just... on my, I flick on my heater, I flick on my heating elements and I set them to fucking three or four amps. I come out the next day and it's 150 degrees. Same same concept. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. So then, then, you know, you walk out the next day and then you can really put the crank on it. And then, you know, yeah. your heat up time is like that after that. I mean, it's quick, you know. Mm. And it also cuts your day and time in half because you're you preload your still the night before. Yeah, so you don't have to spend all that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. all about cutting time off, making your life a lot easier the next day. So yeah, yeah, I'd say that's the problem with running a big still is the heat up time. It's not the running the part; it's the heat up time. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, you know, and all- I've heard. Um, uh, I don't know if it was Andrew at North Georgia or no, it was Jeff. Jeff at North Georgia told me that he turns on his still and runs off his heads in one day. So heats up, runs off his heads and then turns the still off and then comes back the next day. And the still is a already preheated. Okay. So it's still got a lot of heat there. Maybe it'll cool down 50, 60 degrees at max, but then he turns around and kicks, kicks the heat back on and then runs out the rest of his run the next day. I've done so, that. You know, you get through the heads run, and you're like, oh, well, then the next day is fucking a cakewalk because all you're getting is hearts. And then if you decide to stay there for some tails. See, I do then- that where uh, I um, I fire it off and then I kick it off at the end of the hearts and then come back the next day and fire it up and run all the tails off. I've done, the, I've done heat that. that bitch up so fast because you don't give a shit. You're like, man, oh, I'm in and out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. you already know that's how we run anyways. We heat it up super quick. Well, not, not too fast. We heat it up fast and then, you know, back her down. Um, yeah. Anybody, anybody got time to wait 10 hours to heat anything up? So. No. And I only, you know, on sugar washes, and which includes any kind of molasses th- stuff I'm running, I've, been a little bit more aggressive with the heat recently than but I have you in the past. Sugar? No. Are you? How'd you get the name Sugar Shine Shua? I don't know. Some dipshit. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> if you know, you know Shua runs more than just sugar. I'm just giving him. Sugar. He runs rum and yeah. I fucking rum. love rum. Man. <laughs> well, I, hold on. What's what's in all your barrels right now? Uh, what's aging right now? No, what's fermenting right now? 100% sugar. <laughs> 100% sugar, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, no bullshit. Oh, oh, no, no way. I took it back. I just did starch. I haven't dropped the video for it yet, but I just made 50 gallons of fucking straight starch shine. Nice. So, um, you know, we're just gonna give you shit about that. So, yeah. So I use starch, uh, two 50 pound sacks of drill starch. And I use the uh, broken bones, high temp amylase to convert, and then um, it's gonna—it's just for a neutral spirit. So, however it comes out, it comes out. And I ended up getting a kind of a lower gravity than I thought I was gonna get. I thought it was gonna be a lot higher, but it was one point zero eight, which I was a little upset with. But whatever, I don't give a fuck. 
It's liquor. No, and he had to get you drunk. So. Well, and I think I think my I used two pounds of starch per gallon of water, and I think in the end my gravity is actually going to end up going up. Yeah. Oh, I'd imagine so. Um, so, like, you know, we give Shu a shit about how all he makes is sugar, but we was in Maggie Valley. He gave me the same bottle he gave Sean, but I, apparently you only get your bottle signed if you're a celebrity. Wow. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but you got the the better of the two. Yeah, that's all grain. Celebrities that's all grain. No bottle. bottles for other celebrities, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, you know, um, clear whiskey, man. You don't see a whole lot of clear whiskeys, bro. And uh, those are really good clear whiskey. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot of all grain whiskey I handed out too. I fucking uh, brought a lot. I, and, well, you handed me one, and I drank it, and then I came back, and you gave me another one. And I slid that in my pocket, and then that's when I was like, Sean, grab your glass. I know where to get it filled. And I walked over like, Shua, what you got to fill my glass? And you Bro, I brought it. Pop it open. I probably brought four gallons of all-grain whiskey. Like, that was a lot of fucking all-grain. I, I bet between and me I was and Sean, handing we, that shit we drank out about like a half was, gallon. Like it was water. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to take any of this shit home, guys. I know. So you fucking come get it. And, like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Here you want a sticker and a jar of liquor. Here's a sticker. I don't know you. Here's a sticker and a jar of Dude, liquor. I handed I handed jars to legit people. I have no fucking clue who they were. Oh, uh, I've been there. Like, like, dude, I handed jars to somebody who I thought was somebody else more than once. Like, like um, when we was in New Stratsville, somebody come up and was like, oh, I'm so-and-so from TikTok. And their name had a name uh, similar to somebody else's, so I thought they was that person. And I'm like, "Oh, it's cool, reminding me to meet you." Blah blah blah. Because and then I'm I'm hand them jars of liquor and like try this and try that, and then they leave. And um, somebody was like, "Well, that was so and so," and I'm like, "Nah, man, that was this person." And then they show me, I'm like, "Well, I don't even know who the hell that person was, but they probably think I'm a really nice feller." I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, Sheila, what, what proof was this? Dog grain. I think 80 or 80. 90, 80 or 90. It's good. It was, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't overly high because I had to make a bunch to hand it out. Right. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't going to hand out like fucking 140 proof shit to everybody or whatever, but it, it'd be honest with you, man, most people don't like that shit anyway, but no. um, the, the only difference between that stuff and what I normally run is that that was distilled at a higher proof. So again, the whole clean joke or whatever the fuck, but it really is a lot cleaner. It's Dude, a lot it's, more mellow. Yeah. It, it's not as forward facing as like my bourbon is. My bourbon is a fucking, you, I, you honestly could chew on my fucking bourbon. It is so forward with the malted barley. When you eat it, when you when you're, I'm sorry, when you drink it, you damn near feel like you're eating bread. <laughs> nice. Uh, Hooch That's brought a me up. lot more mellow. Hooch brought me up a bottle of his uh, new bourbon. He just pulled out of the barrel. Not the yeah, I don't have a bottle of that, and I've asked him for one, but I don't think I'm gonna end up getting one. Yeah, I think he gave them all away. He was passing I think, out. He I was think passing he out fist pretty, pretty heavy. He was drinking on it pretty good too, but he was passing out uh he's passing out fists at my party. And I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, man, I'll take that. And he signed it for me. I felt special. Yeah. He signed Bennett's too, so I guess well not that special. And there's some other stuff that he's working on too that I, I think I'd rather have more than than that i mean i want something of everything he's always made but you know i guess we're i'm getting to the point too where i had a lot of liquor here like a shit ton 
and then we had to go on a binger just to drink it all. And there was some stuff in there that I, and I'm not going to name names or whatever, but there was stuff in there I didn't like, you know? And <laughs> when people hand you jars, you're not going to like every damn thing that fucking they hand you. I mean, it is what it, everybody has different yeah. taste. So I had a lot of jars I didn't like. We drank them down, got rid of everything. Um, because I needed to turn this room into a fermenter and I had a desk fucking full of liquor. I remember that desk. Full it, of liquor. It, it kind of looked like the bed in Maggie Valley. <laughs> so we, we always would... show out for that though, man. I mean, yeah, even that we... the first fall or the first winter we went to, we me and Pro bought brought way more liquor than we needed to. And everybody brought like when we was in Maggie Valley for the, the fall gym last year. At the end of the night, we all ended up back in um, where um, Shua and Hooch and all of them were staying, and and Hot. the bed, the bed was just full of boxes filled with jars, and we're all like, "Jesus Christ, man! How much liquor y'all got to tote home? Because that's crazy." But you know, one of we're the, the two best Sean parts about strawberry. that night. Wasn't Sean drinking strawberry? He what? was. He drank we all that hi- strawberry. Hiding his, <laughs> hiding his jar from him. He, and then he looks up and he's like, where the fuck's my jar? He was drunk. <laughs> drunk as fuck. Drunk Sway. as hell. And he was like, where the Sway. hell is my jar? He's like, somebody <laughs> stole it. <laughs> I, I paid for that one, damn it. I paid for that one. <laughs> I did. That was a good time, man. Put it over behind a put it over behind the couch or some shit. He like, ended up back with it, man. He got uh he got smashed. So they said just like Aaron Noble just said in the comment section, man, the infinity jug, the infinity jar, the the everybody brought a jar and we dumped it in the in the thing. And it's like that's one no matter if you like it or don't like it, you're never gonna pour it out and you're probably never gonna drink it. And, I still have mine, but it's in the freezer over there. Uh, and mine's out there and so that's that's cool something like that man and then trying everybody's apple pie like um i saw your apple pie video okay and, and the whole time i'm thinking like damn that needs a lot more cinnamon sure <laughs> don't it, it, hell yeah, yeah i could i could tell from here it needed a lot more cinnamon and, sure you know, don't. It, that that was a really cool part of it too was there was about eight different apple pies and everyone tasted so different based on the yeah. region of where it came from, um, right. one the guy down in Florida, his was had a lot of cloves. Um, I forget who who had one from Texas. Was that, you know, uh, uh, JB Raider, JB Raider, JB Raider. Yeah. <laughs> you want to tell that story? Uh, we told what the that hell story. is that? Hold oh, on, b- before you tell a story, I will be honest. I had a fucking table full of alcohol and I had a ton of apple pie. And this is going to sound like a really fucked up thing that I did, but I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with everybody. Is I took everybody's apple pie because I don't like it. Yeah. Right. And I poured everybody's apple pie together. I mean, I tasted them all individually. So they'd all been drank individually, but then they all got poured together. And that's, and then we drank a infinity bottle <laughs> of fucking Shine Talk apple pie and in I, a half gallon fucking mason jar. I bet it was good. Like, it was, you know what it tasted like? Cinnamon. Apple pie. Apple pie. <laughs> you, you got you got everybody's little take on it all together. So if he like 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 hey, I man. thought the guy from Florida had a lot of clove, and so it toned that down. And then like you know us up here, we're all about apples and heavy cinnamon. So our stuff's going to be a little heavier on the cinnamon. And then it seemed like the guys from down south, it was a lot lighter and not so much. Um, it's more we, of a cider. It's more of an apple cider. 
yeah that you get from us that's not heavy cinnamon not cinnamon and clove man we 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 hit up at cinnamon and cloves uh it's just it's real cool to actually see something from different areas taste differently yeah and and um like when it comes to honey i've seen you use your honey and your honey that you get down there in texas is almost red like sometimes i've seen it and it's almost red and then like up here you know it's more of a golden amber color Mm -hmm. and so we have okay so if anybody's familiar with barbecue like there's uh mesquite wood right and you know how pungent mesquite wood can be on a fire a barbecue you ever throw a log you don't ever want to smoke a whole brisket or pork shoulder or whatever with all mesquite it'll be too pungent it, yeah. i mean it, a lot of people say it straight up ruins it so what you do is you only throw like a chip or two of mesquite on there because it's 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 got a lot of flavor but mesquite honey is some of the lightest honey you'll ever from a mesquite flower is some of the lightest honey you'll ever taste it's so delicate orange blossom is like way more like flavorful than a mesquite honey is and a mesquite honey it, i mean there's almost nothing to it you whatever yeast you use on it you'll taste the yeast before you taste the honey it's crazy it's crazy light but the wood itself shit dude it, it'll it'll fucking ruin a brisket if you're if you're not careful yeah see we don't have mesquite up here um have you ever tried to age liquor with mesquite wood Ooh, that's a question you know because you know i got family i, mean, in, I could I've, I've got family in Dallas. Well try now, damn it. I've got family in Texas, and when we was kid, we'd go down there a couple times to see them. And every time we was down there, mom's boyfriend would load the trunk up with mesquite wood to bring home. And so, you know, I'm 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 intrigued as if you've ever, you know, that's why I asked if you ever aged any liquor on a different mm-hmm. mesquite wood. And and now knowing that you haven't, then the next question is: is when are you going to do it? Because I know your ass is going to do it now. So. Well, yeah, I'm going to go out to the ranch. Deer season, deer season's next week. Um, nice. I'm, we open rifle season next week, so I'll be out there and uh, I'll probably grab some uh, branches, uh, a mesquite, and because mesquite here is like a weed. I mean, the shit grows everywhere. Yeah, you know, they're not big trees. They're they're look like scrub trees, like weed trees. Like we get weed yeah. trees, you know, mm-hmm. just a weed that turns into a tree, and you just know, like goddamn weed. But tree. they're a beautiful tree. They really are. But mesquite is. Uh, is an awesome thing to like it's really cool to grill on not necessarily mm-hmm. smoke for long periods of time but if you were to like grill a chicken or yeah. grill some steak where it's hot and fast you get a lot of fuck you got a lot of wood flavor very quickly nice but now now you say that yeah i have to do some mesquite aged rum i'm i'm intrigued and in how it tastes so i wouldn't mind uh give me a hundred <laughs> i'm not gonna lie, like give me a little sample you never know. It might be that you might be like, bro, that is, I like that. Well, there's a company down here called Balcones, and they do a post oak smoked whiskey, and it's pungent. And I'm not a fan. It, it's it's too much, and it's post oak, which is oak is like perfect for smoking brisket and you know pork or whatever on. But uh, when they smoke uh, smoke that whiskey and that shit, it's just too much. But <clears throat> so, Shua, since we're on the um, topic of, well, not really on the topic, but we were on clean liquor. How, do you, are you a one run and done or are you a rerun no. it kind of thing? You run it through plates. What's the. Yeah. And explain, explain if you would, if you don't mind, explain to us why 
you strip and you rerun because you know we're we're not about that life, and so it's uh, so I've been waiting for you to come on it because we haven't had a I don't think this we've is had very many people that do strips. So I have an interesting take on it too because I do it in a way that I've never seen anybody else do it, and I love it. I fucking love it. So I use my thumper like fuck on every single spirit run. But what I do is say I'm going to make a rum or I'm going to make a whiskey or I'm going to make whatever the hell it is. It doesn't really matter. I will strip it. I'll make a fermentation, usually a lower ABV wash or lower ABV mash, something below 10%, eight, nine, 10, somewhere in that range, ferment it out within a week. I want it done in five days. I want to make it on a Monday. I run it on a Friday. Okay. Let's get the fucking fermentation done and out of the way, strip it off. And I go deep into my tails, 10% ABV, you know, 20 proof or lower for my strips. Save it, put it to the side. I do four or five of those strips. And then what I do is I make a half mash. So uh, what I'll end up with, what I'll end up with is say 25 gallons of low wines strips out over off to the side that has an aggregate of anywhere from 105 to 115 proof somewhere in that range. Right. Typically it's 110. I'll take that 110 proof liquor and I will mix it half and half with a sweet mash. All right. A brand new one or a sour mash. If I'm doing a sour mash, whatever I use the term sweet mash because it's a new mash that has not been stripped yet. So 25 gallons of new mash, 25 gallons of uh, low wines, put it in the still and run it. But I put sweet mash or sour mash, whatever it is in the thumper. Now what I, what I'm doing is 50 per over 50% of my liquor is double run now because it's been double distilled. Cause on the spirit run, you know, you got four runs that are getting double distilled, but you have half a run that is got a lot of that really like flavorful, you know fresh mash flavor in it not only do you have it in the pot but you have it in the thumper you know i don't use a thumper to manage heat nobody does uses a thumper to manage heat nowadays anyway because we all have great heat management like we can all use a regulator on a gas lp you know propane is is so accurate or whether you're using electricity you know the electricity is so accurate nowadays that we don't really need a thumper to regulate heat we use it to infuse flavors right so I'll put fresh mash in my thumper and I'll distill through it. So I'm picking up the very last thing we're doing is we're picking up that flavor and pulling it out. Or I'll also stick my grains in there. So the grain bed of the half mash I did, I'll put in the thumper without any liquid. Okay. Fill is that it, thumper. Uh, fill that thumper. Full. Or pre-fermented grain. Post. Okay. Typically post, right? Because pre-fermented grain can be like real like barnyard hay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really gonna say earthy. Super yeah. fucking earthy. And now <laughs> if that's what you're going for, fucking do it, man. Put put pre-fermented grain in there and or whether it's like a sweet corn or something like that. But I, I much prefer a post-fermented grain that mm-hmm. was in the mash. So you're not wasting nothing. I mean, you're getting every right. I mean, you're getting the bang for your buck everything out of there, put it in there, fucking run your liquor through it, and it's going to come out. What the fuck are y'all laughing at? <laughs> Bennett. <laughs> Bennett's a dumbass. It's, ignore the comment section. That's what I try to do, but it's hard. So, 
<laughs> anyway, I'm not even reading that. Fuck out of yeah, shit. It's hard, man. It's hard. It, it gets me sometimes. So when uh, all right. So so it's a, I- it's a combination. It's a combination okay. of fucking strips plus a single run that really gets a lot of flavor into your liquor. And I don't give a shit if you're doing rum. You can do rum the same way. You can do it with tequila. You can do it with fucking all grain. You can do it with fucking brandy. It doesn't matter. You know, put the fruit, the fermented fruit, ferment the fruit on the fruit, you know, whatever lees and shit is at the bottom of your fermenter, put that in your thumper and run through it. You know, but use some strips. So you've built a base layer of flavor you're going to get a nice, good, clean spirit mixed with some fresh flavors of a fresh mash, fresh, you know, wash, whatever yeah. the fuck you're putting in there. Are you ever afraid of pulling any of the yeast flavors over? No, fuck that. Come bag? on. Come on. Nice. I don't care. So I, I did. I noticed uh, one thing that you did. I saw you do on Master and Stellar. I've never seen anybody else do is open up that thumper halfway through that run and recharge that some bitch. And I was yep. just like, oh, that's cool as hell. Yeah, fuck the world. Pop this son bitch open. We don't give a shit. Don't that's fucking right- care. Let's that's, go. That's right up my alley, man. Like, Bro, Royal, in the middle of the fucking filming, Royal goes, dude, I ain't never seen nobody do any shit like that. You don't open your fucking still up in the middle of a run. I go, why not? And he was like, <laughs> well, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I tell you, I, I, I tell you why something not? that... Uh, why can you not open your fucking still and recharge your fucking thumper? You know, the infuser now we have the, the fucking Prohibition yeah. 1920 infuser we yeah. have. We can dump shit in there. You don't have to do that, but we don't they, have to open shit up. But they, they ain't giving you no infuser on the show. So. They ain't got no fucking infuser. Open that motherfucker up. <laughs> they got a two inch ball back there for you. They probably Come will up. now. Yeah, I'm sure Watch. it's coming. But Watch. But see, it's I, like the jars. I told Ben and I was like, hey, man, uh, halfway through your run when you're running your jar rig. Pull your last jar off and refill it and put it back on there, man. You'll be all right. Yeah, hell yeah. It's still dead, you man. can't do that. Why? Hell yeah, you can, man. I will say, I, I think a lot of the newer age guys, we're more likely to say fuck it and take that chance and yeah. live with the results. Like, you know, this might burn me or, or maim me, but if not, it's it's going to happen. You know, it's going to be a good time. So it ain't It ain't shit to cut the fire for a real quick sec. That's exactly then, right. You know, be smart about it. Like, yeah, you don't want your flame balls out while while you got, you know, little, some alcohol vapor leaking out. You, yeah. you got to be a little smart about it. But you know how it is. You tell that's, somebody you do something and they automatically think you're doing it the 100% wrong way that's going to kill you. And it's like, they got, pressure, it's not they got pressure release valves. They got vacuum yeah. release valves on those fucking, on those stills, the main boilers. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's a vacuum release valve right there. Yeah. If I crush this bitch because I turned the heat off while the thumper had liquid in it, it's because that it's release valve did not work. Hey, you wouldn't be the first person to crush one on there. So. Not my equipment. <laughs> hey, you wouldn't be the first one to crush one on the main show either. Dude, the fucking worm I had was crushed. I know we saw that crush that dude crushed that before you, and I was like, "Man, I bet she was gonna get that one." And then that's when it was like, "What word did you get?" And you was like, uh, "Yes, you no." Know. I, you, I got your crushed one. <laughs> was your still numbered? Like, did you have numbers written on it? Anywhere? I'm sure there was. I just didn't notice it. So when we were doing our still pick after the first run, I was when I went in the building, I was looking for number five because I was like, I know how it was and that was going to be too fucked up or different you know what i mean 
even though they're all the same. But right, that Stillhouse thing is funny because if you go back and watch the show, there's a cut where there's a camera angle that has it's looking down, and then there's a bowl of gaskets. Speaking of fucking this show, <laughs> there's a bowl of gaskets in the middle of me running around grabbing everything out of that, and I take everything. I take every. I don't leave nothing. I left behind one gin basket. I go, I don't need that. I'm not using it. I don't care about it. Fuck it. But the bowl of gaskets, I grabbed the entire bowl. So if you go back and watch, the bowl is there with full of gaskets, and then you, at the very last cut edit or whatever, it shows the fucking stillhouse again. There ain't a gasket to be seen. I took every single one. So, but then we come back to set. Hey, Shua doesn't have the gaskets. And I'm like, I had like eight <laughs> six inch gaskets. Trust me, I know what I had. TV. Yeah. TV. But you know well, what? That's... But entertainment, though, right? Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. That shit's fucking entertaining. Like, and I, I ain't mad at him at all. And, um, let I'll me be, in on it though. <laughs> at least let me in on it, you yeah. know. Like, let yeah. me in on it. So well, it's like we went to the uh, the fruit stand. They showed nothing of that on the show, right? Where we were in there picking fruit. You can only keep so much, you know. And yes, yeah. it's like whenever I was talking about how, you know, I was talking about the benefits of rum and how medicinally it was used in the the sailor days and shit. And they, I mean, they cut all that out. But it's not a big deal, you know. I mean, it's if it's TV and. Royal one, you need to focus on the winner and post edit, and you're not going to focus on the guy who lost. You know, it's totally understandable. But well, y'all are like one one and done runs. Do what? Y'all are all one and done runs. You don't? Hell yeah, bro! We'll run that shit through yeah. a thumper, and it's good we to go. Yeah. <laughs> we don't rerun shit. Well, too lazy. Man. He don't. He don't rerun shit. I don't run anything. Yeah, I, I quit running. So, but I, I learned how to run from Sean. <laughs> you should try it. Uh, yeah, I've thought about it, and then I was like, "But see, we yeah, have this really is all good spill. liquor. Let's go." <laughs> you should try it. I, we would have to have a really big still for it to be beneficial to us, though. In my opinion, I would uh, say. I would argue that the smaller the still, the more beneficial it is. Because what are you going to take off a fucking small still? One pint? Yeah. You know, and on a spirit run, you could get a fucking gallon and a half. Depends on who you are. You know, we all run it a little differently. Like, what, you know, what, what you what you call a gallon and a half, I'm over here like, yeah, man, that's probably about three gallons. <laughs> I'm gonna get about three gallons out of that. But you know, that's that's tell you, man, that's one of the best parts. We can sit here and give each other shit on how we run, but neither one of us are wrong. Or neither one of Ain't us a are wrong doing way to it do wrong. It. You know, no, no nobody's giving out, you know, my way is the only no. way. It's not yeah. it's not my way is better than yours. It's like, well, why do you do it like that? And you know, are you happy? And, and then, at the end of the day, it comes down to, are you happy with your end product? And if you're happy with your end product, then however you do it suits you, and that's the best way for you to do it. But and anybody, anybody that's got a problem with how you do it, well, you know, that's, that's their, their opinion. Problem. And and If they, there's a problem, it's your fucking problem. You're damn mine. right. It ain't my problem because yeah. it, it takes me too much effort and yeah. effort to give a shit about what somebody else thinks. For real, for real. Well, and I, that's why I say there's a million ways to make a make a jar. 
you know, Mm -hmm. a million ways to die in the West. There's a million ways to do everything, but there's a million ways to make a jar and ain't not a single fucking one of them wrong. And there's a lot of pretentiousness that fucking surrounds this hobby that I'm just kind of fucking over it and I'm done with it. And if someone comes at you and says, Oh, all you make is sugar shine. All you make is rum. You ain't a real shiner. I'm I'll be quick now to tell someone to fuck right off because it's like, Hey man, I, they don't I'm getting, it's I'm getting the way it is quality high proof liquor out of the end. Yeah, I'm a shiner. You Multi generational rum distiller. Pain in the ass. Yeah, you know, make make a seven generation rum. You cannot oh, yeah. start one fermentation until after you're done with the other one, and then mm-hmm. age that shit in a barrel for a year. And tell and so, me, so that, while, huh? I was gonna say while we're talking about rum, tell us a little bit about the uh, your dunder pits and shit like that. Yeah, you got you got those what oh. three or four dunder pits going on right now? Three, yeah, there's three of them. Um, so, hold on, hold on, hold on. In case it's about to get Mister Wizard up in here, so pay attention. And all right. So we all put know your hat that, back on, man. You, yeah, you're showing good. off. I don't appreciate you showing off. Put your hat back on. <laughs> Shut up. Put your beard on. <laughs> I got you. Where's it at? <laughs> you can grow beard. There you go. Put your beard back on. All right. Dunder pit bullshit experiment, whatever. Uh, it kind of actually spawned from a hater. Somebody. Now, what is that? They, they're, they're people that are like that. Somebody more or less said that he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. As, as usually, that's what happens. Somebody said, somebody once said, um, he, he doesn't make fucking anything but sugar shine and rums. He's not a real shiner. So I was like, all right, well, let's make some all grain. I said Man. that earlier. So what 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 would his what was his name? No, we're not going there. Um, oh, come on. But secondly, and then I had a guy tell pretty much just like, you know, uh, never mind, we're not gonna anyway. Long story short, I had a hater and was talking shit. And I was like, you know what? We'll fucking make some uh dunder pits and shit and like let's go dude and if we're gonna go into dunder pit shit like we're gonna go into a dunder pit experiment we're gonna go heavy so what i looked at is that the dunder pits in the rum industry and moonshining community they're not controlled like at all right you put them outside whatever you grab wild is you grab which is there's a lot to be said for that right so you grab the surrounding yeast in the air, the bacteria in the air, they will create whatever acids they want. And you get a taste of what's in that location, which is super fucking badass. That like, if you can grow your own yeast from the location you're in, you're getting a flavor from where that was made in the air and in the, and in just the surroundings, which is cool as fuck. Now, Everybody wants to talk about them like, hey, I'm doing something really cool and different and and awesome, but nobody really knows what's going on inside those dunder pits. So what I did was I said, I'm going to isolate three bacteria that are super well known. Okay, there's actually a fourth that's not so well known that I'm going to do. I just haven't gotten around to it yet, but there's three bacteria, lactobacillus, Britannomyces and Clostridium. Those three are what everybody in the rum industry or beer industry or sour mash making like whiskey tend to think as I'm trying to get my shit to tend to think as like the three bacteria that are the most sought after 
everybody loves a good lactobacillus. It's buttery. It's creamy. It's the same shit they use in yogurt. Britannomyces is used very heavily in beer brewing. Like if you're going to make a sour beer, that's what you're going to get is Britannomyces. Clostridium is the one thing that everybody's after in rum making that will say it turns from fucking really nasty to really fruity and pineapple-y. So what I did was I said, okay, well, I'm going to buy those three bacteria. I'm going to let those three bacteria breed in a pit that's been sanitized for those with the same wash. It's all been sanitized. And we're going to put inoculate those three into a dunder pit. So we can they will create the specific acids needed to esterify in the pot with the ethanol. So I could have very easily gone out and bought the acid or bought even the ester. I, you can buy esters. I could have bought, you know, um, the the ester that's made by Clostridium or the ester that's made by Lactobacillus, the you know, and all that other shit. But I said, fuck it. I want to make it myself. So I went the extra mile, bought the fucking actual bacteria and inoculated each one of those dunder pits so I know what's in each one. It's something I've never seen anybody do. Um, I, I reached out to some professional distillers that I know and said, Hey man, this is kind of what I have an idea of doing. Do you see anything weird that I might not be noticing or whatever? And I, and I, I got some good feedback. I had a buddy of mine um, who works up in the Northeast who says, you know, there's no such thing as a single organism ferment. Like no matter how much you try, uh, Josh, no matter how much you try, you're going to have other shit in there. But the positive is, is that the majority of what you're going to taste is what you inoculated with because it's going to be the the one bacteria, the one thing in there that's going to reign supreme because you put more in there than anything else around, right? Whatever you gather from the air is not going to be as strong as what you inoculated with. So just understand that there may be other acids in there, but the the foremost acid you make is going to be what you put in there. So... So while you're talking about esters, why don't you tell us about how you went down the perfume uh, rabbit hole? So, yeah, if you really want to learn about esters, because all an ester is is an acid, right? That if you look at the the chain of what an acid is made of, um, it's like got an oxygen on it. And it's got... Um, yeah, we swap them out. Uh, some them. hydrogen molecules and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But on one side, an ester is if you replace one of the oxygens with an ethanol molecule. So, or an alcohol molecule. It doesn't have to be ethanol. It could be isopropyl alcohol. It could be methanol. It could be ethanol. It just has to be an alcohol. So, if you start looking at that and you really want to go deep dive into esters, the best, fastest way to find ester documentation is in the perfume industry. They make these esters because they smell like certain things, like a musk or a um, a pineapple ester or whatever. Is They all have these names, but those esters are primarily used in the perfume industry. So whenever I had to go do research on what an ester was and how they're created, it led me into the perfume industry. And I was like, why the fuck am I over here? Well, it's because they smell like a certain thing, right? So they put them in cologne. You know, a musk is an ester. You know, you literally can create 
the same type of smell that's in like fucking aqua de Gio fucking uh, cologne in your fucking liquor if you have the right acids. Not that you want your liquor to smell like aqua de Gio, but if you wanted to, you could fucking do it, you know? So I took this rabbit hole down perfume and cologne making to figure out how esters are made and how they smell and what acids are what acids create those esters it's it's wild how it's wild how like almost everything you that you think of it it eventually reverts back to alcohol <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know it's all intertwined <clears throat> and yeah it's just it's just crazy um i'll tell you one thing your next thing that I would like to see you do with the Dunder Pit is um, get the same type of, you know, um, I'm drawing a blank. I'm stupid. Get the same type of yeast, you know. Put that, natural- put that beer back on. I know. I got done when I took it off. Or maybe it was because <laughs> I had it on too long. Um, I'd like to see you get the same the same strains from different parts of the country. Have somebody send it to you. And do the the dunder pits with the same strain from different parts of the country, and to see the flavor difference for the same type and strands that you're you're trying to go for. East, yeah. So, yeah. like you know, you could get somebody Maybe. in Ohio or somebody out in California or down in Florida where it's more tropical, mm-hmm. and just to see how how it would taste differently, even though it's the same strand. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Controlled controlled dunder pits is not anything I've ever even fucking read. I mean, and I I, I I dived into it and I could not find anybody that did anything similar. And I was like, holy fuck, I cannot believe this hasn't been done. Sometimes there's a reason and why. <laughs> maybe, maybe I just haven't found it. If somebody finds any kind of article on controlled dunder specifically for making liquor now not just rum but if it's a dunder yeah. or a sour mash controlled sour mash pit for like whiskey that shit is so interesting to me in how things are made and what flavors they produce but uh i said fuck it man i mean if if we're gonna go dunder and people are gonna fucking dog me for fucking not knowing enough about dunder all right let's go let's let's make man. some fucking dunder pits People are going to dog you for anything. Yeah, but hat's green and your hat's black. You know, like that yeah. shit is fucking fuel to my fire. Though I love haters because without without that dude, you limit yourself. I would never have been like, hey, let's do a fucking controlled thunder pit. Mm-hmm. And that is some interesting shit that really, if it pans out the right way, because it's it's a, they're long ferments, right? If it pans out the right way. They're going to, I mean, it, it could be like a game changer of people that say, hey, I want to I want to use this one ester in my shit to change the entire flavor profile of my liquor. Yeah, you could see it. You could see them doing it in other things, you know, like, yeah, yeah it all started with the rum. But, you know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe they want that that real floral. They want that to come through like you get in wines and a lot of wines you'll taste. You get a real that floral is just so there. And maybe maybe you want to put that on a liquor, you know, and and so and maybe your your experiment, you know, will lead to something bigger for somebody else who is, right. you know, take it to the next level. Because it's always it always takes one person to throw the idea out there or to show it. And then there's always a thousand or a million people that can take it to the next level. They have the time, they have the knowledge, they have the resources, mm-hmm. and they're like, man, and that's money. Yep, and the money. <laughs> That's mainly what it is. But yeah. But you know, it's just it's cool to think that 
you know, something that you're doing now might lead to, you know, somebody doing something bigger with it later. And it's just all because of somebody told you you couldn't do it. So you're like, hey, bro, check me out now. (laughs) Yeah, there's a there's an acid like there's an acid called propionic acid. So whenever I told you I was going to make a fourth dunder pit, this is the other one I was kind of thinking about doing. Um, But there's an acid called propionic acid, and it's made by propioni bacterium is the name of the bacteria that makes propionic acid. Just like um, lactobacillus creates lactic acid. You can see how the names kind of join. Lactobacillus creates lactic acid. You know, um, propionic, propionic bacterium creates propionic acid. A lot of times those names go together. That's why it's a little bit easier to remember. But propionic acid esterifies into ethyl propionate or propionate or whatever the fuck it's called something like that now it is said now i've never smelled it so i don't know but it is said to smell like fake rum they say that propionic acid after it esterifies to propionic bacteria or propionic ethyl acetate whatever the fuck it is it smells like fake rum so if you can inject even more rum flavor even if it's a fake rum flavor into your rum you can maybe make your rum taste more rummy than other rums. So that's the other one that I want to kind of play with, but I have to go find the bacteria in order to do it. But it's the same bacteria that they inoculate Swiss cheese with. So whenever they ferment Swiss cheese, it's it creates propionic acid. We know how good Swiss cheese is, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. This is big. <clears throat> So aside of rum, what's your favorite recipe you've ever made? As far as you drinking. Wheat whiskey. 80 wheat, 20 corn. Man, I like the wheat, man. Come on. Fuck it, dude. That shit's delicious. Yeah, I like wheat. Wheat's fucking excellent. That's a wheat. That's a wheat heavy you're drinking. uh, It's 60 wheat, I think. It's clean. It's clean. (laughs) That it is. Sorry, man. <laughs> you knew it was coming. So, <laughs> dude, it's really good though. It's really. I good. appreciate that. Yeah, you don't see clear, man. That's the thing. Like, it's always you get a whiskey. It's always got yeah. the wood in it, and you know, I think that yeah. wood pulls from it. You know, like I want to taste what it tastes like before you added that wood in, and then especially if and it's then chips. I think chips can fuck it up. I think chips can fuck it up so quick. Yeah, if you're gonna age, man, toss it in a barrel. You like, have to, like you know, like the spirals are good and all that, and some people have great, great, great results with them, man. I don't, but I'm just like, man, barrel and give it time, and yeah, I think that I patience, think, the patience, like those, you know. Spirals and shit, in my opinion, is best for color. Like I that's would it. have like honey and maple or something after that. You know what I, I mean? Like as far as flavor and wise. Everybody calls it rapid age. I call it rapid flavor. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you get the rapid color, rapid flavor, but you don't get a rapid age because it's it's not any smoother one week it's after, sitting on, yeah. after yeah. sitting on chips. It's not any smoother than it was one week ago when it was still clear. You've just added more color and flavor to it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think that color and flavor uh, tricks you into thinking that it's smoother. Uh, and it's, I don't think you can't you can't replicate what happens in time in a barrel you know? exactly like, 
if they could, that's what they, that's what everybody would do. But there's a reason why to this day they still throw that shit in a 53 gallon barrel and rack it up on the shelf for five yep. years or however yep. long. You know, like if they if they could do it legitly and make it great every single time within six months, they would. I absolutely yeah. agree. And that's what I that's actually a go to argument that I use a lot of times. It's like, well, if it was that much better then fucking real big distilleries would use it because because, you know, people will tell you like, oh, yeah, two months or, you know, uh, two days on chips is like six months in a barrel. I go, if that's really the case, then why don't fucking big distilleries just run chips on their shit and then fucking not do that? It's because it's not true. Yeah, it's not the same. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, and I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just saying, man, chips are just not a substitution for a fucking barrel. Now, chips are what they are. They give you color, they give you flavor, and they give it to you in a very short amount of time. And that is an excellent result and source. But just be honest about what it is and what it's doing. And and sometimes, sometimes color and a little bit of like wood flavor is all you're looking for. Dude, it's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. phenomenal for that everything so is great for what it's intended for so. speaking of that and uh haters uh get in a little bit to your thoughts on uh glycerin and if you use it and you know Jesus things Christ, like that y'all don't fucking stop y'all don't fucking <laughs> no, stop no we don't man dude. like we definitely like jesus christ <laughs> no we've been waiting on this day for a while <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know I know their first episode back on Untaxed is going to be like I'm never going on Bro. fucking still talking again well, no, Hooch, you had it I so mean, easy when you was on there Hooch had a cakewalk when he was on here so now we, I, we gave, now, for I'm a few not months we gave each me. other shit about glycerin and, I ain't even and, saying so for me because I feel like I gotta go I gotta go bat I gotta go to bat well, for my buddy now I gotta go to bat well. for my buddy <laughs> All I'm fucking saying, man, and I'll do it, damn it, I'll do it. Well, people don't realize people don't realize how much it's actually used. Oh yeah, people people don't don't, people don't fucking realize they're making it in their fermentation. Yeah, yeah. People don't realize that glycerin is produced by the hydrolysis of fucking fats. What is in corn? Corn oil. What is corn oil? A fucking fat. Okay, what happens when you put it in a fucking fermentation? It hydrolysizes, and you fucking make glycerin in your fermentation. And when you distill your shit, that glycerin azeotrope lowers to a point where it will get pulled over during the distillation process, and you end up with glycerin in your jar, whether you fucking like it or not. Swirl that jar and look at them tails. Them, them fucking oily fats inside your jar and tell me and that's why putting schnapps in your thumper yeah. works so fucking great when people sit there and say sugar a sugar does not distill okay sugar doesn't come over but what you're tasting if you've ever tasted glycerin in a liquor it has a sweet taste to it doesn't it schnapps that's i mean that's what schnapps is liquor well, with schnapps has sugar flavor. added to it has sugar added to it typically but if you've ever tasted a liquor that's been distilled and it tastes slightly sweet, like where's that sugar flavor coming from? That don't come over in a distillation. It does. <laughs> the glycerin Who's does. That that with you? The glycerin co- Shut the fuck up. The glycerin comes <laughs> over in fucking distillation. And what you're tasting is an alcohol sugar, which is fucking glycerin. All right. <clears throat> now, now. If sugar distilled, 
if sugar fucking did, I hate y'all. I told y'all not to go there and you went there anyway, but I'm gonna fucking say it out loud because I don't give a fuck anymore. If sugar distilled, you could put sugar in a fucking pot and heat it up and it would come over with the liquid that came over and you would drink it and be like, oh damn, I'm drinking a fucking jar of fucking sugar. No. What you're tasting is the glycerin coming over. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news to the guys that fucking think that glycerin doesn't fucking distill, but it fucking does. Like, you know, I ain't got no glycerin in my shit. I don't use glycerin because it fucks up everything. That's how you hide bad liquor. Hey, man, that's, guess guess what your all grain looks like? It's got fucking a, corn That was oil. the joke, you know. That 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 was the we gave each other shit about the glycerin and this and that. Fucking bullshit. And you know, but but for us, it's all fun. It's it's oh, all but, a good time. But the sugar esterifies, so, and ester, you know. the sugar esterifies, and it comes over. Sugar can esterify. It's an acid mixed with an alcohol, though. Sugar itself doesn't come over. That's not the sweet you're tasting. Part of what you're tasting too, when you taste sweet on the tongue, is the alcohol. God damn, this is gonna fucking blow shit up. We're gonna stir the fucking pot. I said I didn't want to. Part of what you're tasting is the alcohol evaporating on your tongue. Everybody, you know, everybody's entitled to their own way. So, you, you know, know that's, that's what it is. And I hate so. to be a bear, man. That's fucking science, bro. Fucking don't argue with me. <laughs> argue with the fucking science. I'm we just don't use science around here. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> we don't edit. We don't use science. <laughs> I was just drunk enough to say all that. <laughs> well, good. We'll, we'll keep you on here a little longer, and we'll see what else we can get out of you. No, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go back to my notes ain't, here. Ain't no switching. <laughs> ain't no switching to the stellar shoe of backup account <clears throat> here. <laughs> This is main account all the way, all the way. So fuck it, I don't we, care. We, I mean, we, it is what it is. We, Tell me I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, fucking, I'll own it. If I'm wrong, I'll own it. All right. Show me are. scientifically where I'm fucking wrong, and I will eat my words. I will say I'm sorry. I'll put out a TikTok. I'll put out a fucking YouTube video. I'll put out a post on Facebook. Show me where I'm wrong scientifically, and I'll eat my words. And until then. Bro, that's the way it fucking is, man. I've done fucking. And he will like, put them square toes on. I'll put them square toes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what to say about square toes. <laughs> Show me where I'm wrong. And he I'll was wrong when you put them square toes on. That's where he was wrong. Put some flat line on it. Fucking. And a chip. <laughs> Outside of that, man, an ester is not a sugar. Sorry. Nope. So man, this is this is really cool, man. Just to sit here and shoot the shit with you for a couple hours. I mean, this this just reminds me of uh any old random Tuesday night on a live when we're all together just sitting around shooting the shit. And that's that's what we love most about this. It's just I guess, you know I guess that runs with the whole like I'm done being fucking nice to people shit, right? Hey, you know, like you can only be so nice Biting my tongue. most of the time. And, but I just want yeah. y'all to know, I didn't want to go there. Y'all baited me into it. That, so Sean, it, Sean baited you in there. Let's point the finger where it goes. Well, yeah. well, hey, I, hey, I like how you said baited. The word baited. <laughs> Dude, it's your fault, man. If this if this stirs the fucking pot and everybody gets don't, fucking pissed, don't together, worry. I'm gonna be like, it's Sean's fucking fault. Don't we will like, edit I'm this part done. out. Hey. No, you ain't we'll gonna edit, edit shit. We'll, we'll edit, edit this shit. part Shut out, man. I told you it's gonna edit it out. We'll edit it out. Everybody with this part, there ain't no. Just, just there ain't no it. Weird you'll put a fucking red line between that un, 
cut. Like it's gonna it's still talking. Cut podcast. Put a no, fucking red line through that bitch. Semi cut. <laughs> semi cut. Yeah. Call no, Matt. Get Matt over. Get Matt on the phone. Where's Matt at? You know. I've said what I said, and I'll say it again. And it's true, you know, man. It's, hey, man. It's, if if, if it's how you, if it, that's what you stand by, that's what it is, man. Well. And I guess it's for me, it's like, you know, everybody's at a different phase of learning, right? And I mean, there's shit that I don't know, all right? There's a lot of shit I don't know. But there's shit that I'm like fucking constantly fucking trying to learn. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Fucking show me scientifically and I'm fucking down. I'll, I mean, I was I remember being wrong one time about a fucking starch test. Um, and I, I got called out and they were pretty much like a starch <laughs> test is a fucking is a test of the presentation of starts not the presentation of sugars and i was going back and forth with one guy and i was like oh fuck dude that makes complete sense and i was wrong so it's not like i'm fucking infallible you know i'm not but there are some things that i just flat out fucking know about that i've done enough research on that i know to be fact but you know and, and once once you find you're wrong then it's like oh well I'm going to go figure out why I'm wrong and why what I said was wrong. So in the future I can give out much better information, you know? So, yeah, you know, it's, it's learning. You know, it's just yeah. an opportunity to learn. Well, and that's just it. In my opinion, there's so many people on the internet, TikTok, mostly Facebook. I'm sure you both would agree on that. Give out bad, knowingly bad fucking information. Well, they may not know it's bad. Well, they don't know they it's were... bad. That's the problem is they don't know yeah. it's bad. They just think yeah. it's a, I mean, that's what they've been told, right? And you can't fault a guy for giving out bad info because that's the way that he learned, right? Mm -hmm. You know, that's why you don't fault the dude who's only learned how to make liquor in the fucking backwoods and they use corn and cane. Like, there's nothing, first off, there's nothing fucking wrong with that. Right. You know, don't be fucking mad. And then the dudes who come in there with the pretentiousness of like, that's not a real fucking mash. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> dude, Get there the was a fuck long time out of here, dude. There, there was a long time when people started talking about dextrose. I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know, it is what it is, man. But like, <laughs> people get fucking pretentious about this shit too sometimes. And I'm just like, listen, I'm not, I really try to stay out of it, right? I try not to go in there and correct people. But if, if somebody's going to sit there and call me out and be like, oh, that motherfucker doesn't know shit while they're putting out mis misinformation, yeah, you damn well better bet that I might fucking comment. Hey, I mean, hey. I'm probably going to comment. If I'm you call, drop if you call me out on my name, the gloves are off, and it is what it is. You know, yeah. I, I hope you, you know? don't get, I hope you don't get offended, and you got your big boy britches on because I'm coming. You to don't play. that. <laughs> I'm coming to play. You know, and, and I'm coming to play. And yeah, I don't fucking care at that point. Yeah. So, but you know, you'll have them. It's you know, that's why, just like you was talking about the Facebook groups, it's one reason why I stay away from them. You can't ask a question without getting 500 asshole answers and one good answer. That's and, and yeah. dude, it's so hard for the new guy yeah. trying to figure out which one's the good answer. You know, and if you've ever if you've ever seen me answer a fucking question in a Facebook group, that motherfucker is a paragraph. <laughs> I know. Like it's and then I always go to the comments. <laughs> detailed yeah. as fuck. I, it's usually to give you shit about it, but you know, I read it. I read it and I learn. But but then, but then yeah of course I gotta you know fan that fire a little bit some of this shit dude you can't explain in a one sentence answer not at all you know not what I'm right. saying no unless I, somebody I, asks you what proof do you like your liquor at then you can be like 160 I, I, or whatever the I'll fuck I tell you is, that's you know? what it, it's I'm in all of your your 
the details that you put in your short format. Like you get a lot in a little, you know, mm-hmm. a lot. And I can't do that. Like I got to talk for 40 minutes, you know, I got like, I'm, I'm in all of, of how you've mastered the short format and, and have, uh, that. and you know, you get a lot of information really quick, really quick. Mm-hmm. And then I, I know that you've, uh, you ventured over to YouTube and you got a YouTube channel going on now. And, oh shit. I didn't know that. I'm going to check that out. Damn, Sean. What's it called? Moonshine well, he don't watch Show. our podcast. He don't. He don't watch our podcast. Okay, so fuck up. I'll he be honest. He don't watch his own podcast. <laughs> I don't watch my own shit. Yeah. He I, wouldn't. He wouldn't remember any of it because it's dude, all edited out anyway. So. Spend all your time fucking making content. You ain't got time to watch that shit. Oh shit. You know why well, make the content when you can be the content, right? You damn right. Fuck it. Just make it. Be done. Move <laughs> on. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Let them fucking people bitch about it in the comments and then keep going. So I'm going to know anyway. Train- this train is on a path and it ain't gonna stop. So fucking ain't, ain't no stopping the train, man. Get off the track. <clears throat> so it's uh, one of the biggest differences between TikTok and YouTube. The switch over to a longer format, like like I, I see you put a lot of your TikTok videos on YouTube, but you also you have a little longer videos on there, don't you? Well, I kind of feel like first off, I don't want to talk for that damn long, you know. Um, well, you could surprise surprise me to that one. <laughs> well, <laughs> the amount of time it takes for me to fucking make a short, you know, you 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 said, hey man, I'm I'm in awe in how much information you're getting along, dude. It may take me an hour to make a fucking thirty second video. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure. so like, so imagine what the fucking time it's going to take me to fucking make a ten minute fucking talking video. Oh, it or, took me it took me six hours to make a forty five minute peach brandy video. Exactly. So I'm like, not really I'm not into. I first off I ain't got that much time. I'd rather just be like click click click. Yeah. You know, I'm using fucking white grape juice for this fucking reason, and then kind of throw it out there. And if anybody has anything to say about it, we can talk about it in the comments. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, I just kind of feel like this worked best for me for this reason. But outside of that, man, dude, that long format shit is for the fucking birds, dude. You guys. It's rough. All right, different fucking breed, man. <laughs> I can't. I could sit here and talk because it's yeah. all natural. But like, when you're trying to get a fucking how-to video done, fucking Jesus. Oh man, man. I tell Why? you, I, the worst part about those are four million parts to edit together. You know, that's it's the, like, ugh. And like, I'm not an edit guy. I'm not an edit guy. And I'll be honest, I love Matt. Matt edits a lot of our shit, but he ain't gonna edit all that crap for me. He ain't gonna do it. Yeah, for sure. It's too much fucking time. It is. And so. that's why that's why short format took off because it made it possible for the guy like me to fucking put out shorts, you know, short shit, you know. I'm I'm not a YouTube guy and I I fucking look at people like you and still talking or or um still in the clear and then fucking anybody George. else yeah. George for putting out all that fucking long content shit, dude, that, that helps so many people, you know, um, it, that shit's difficult, man. And it is. That platform's rough. But in the end, it's in the end, we're all doing the same thing, you know, in the end, we yeah. all have the same goal and it don't matter how we get there. We're, we're, we're on this uh, boat ride together and that's what, you know, and, and you see that a lot, you know, everybody realizes like, Hey man, just because Sean's a, a master distiller winner and, and just because, you know, you, 
you came in after second, it doesn't mean that Sean thinks he's better than you and y'all don't think you're better than me because no. I mean, I've never been on a TV show. You know, well, let's be our, honest. Let's and, be honest. You just use white sugar. I, I do. <laughs> it's just white. <laughs> Look at him fucking roll his eyes. It's just white. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Sean took 400 pounds of white sugar on the show. I know. God damn, bro. Did you see the stack? I did. That man was like stacked out of white sugar. On that he show. had more like, white God. sugar than you had molasses. Man. <laughs> the next time, if I ever get to go back on there again, just for you and Dusty, just know I'm not going to take any sugar. Oh, really? I'll prove to the world that I can do it without. I'm going to take white starch. Just take a fucking bunch of starch and amylase and just boil water and fucking go to town. And then I'm going to dump it in there. And I'm going to be like, look at the camera and be like, man, that's dusty. And then just go <laughs> back to something. Make it all dusty. Yeah. Hey, you know that's what's... for you, Daddy Dusty. You know what's so great about fucking TikTok and this shit right now is we ain't got to deal with none of that shit. Like, yeah. there ain't no fucking Dusty over on TikTok, and I fucking love it. It's fucking epic. Like, yep. I mean, he can he can bitch and moan all he wants over on Facebook, but, like, dude, yeah, his he, ass would get eaten alive. Yeah, he wouldn't last five minutes, you know? So, yeah, fuck that dude. And that might be a challenge over on Facebook. That might be the challenge where he comes over and then gets cussed out. And fucking hey, man, I've been, I've been begging. I've been calling him out. <laughs> I've been asking him to hop in my DMs. I like to show him my starfish. You know, he might not like it. I think but... I don't <laughs> think he can I don't think he can have Dusty Moonshine. I think we've uh there have been a few people that have claimed the uh the screen name for I know. It. You know, like oh, we've who... all fucking played around. Oh no I used I used to have it. Oh somebody claimed the the website and directed it straight to Sean's Facebook page. Oh that's right. Dust... <laughs> we won't say the name. We all know who it is, but Dusty Moon. If you go in, you type in dustymoonshine.com, it takes you straight to Sean's Facebook page. That is one of the most epic trolls I've seen. It was amazing. You know, well what? done to our boy. I'm I'm the proud owner of a domain that a lot of people know of, but I've never even typed in. <laughs> I own hillbillyjam.com. I I'm surprised that I that swear to God. Taken. I swear to God. Uh, it wasn't. And I was like, I oh, fucking do. We're gonna link it back to Moonshine Shoes. So whenever fucking people type in hillbillyjam.com, like, hey man, that's people. People do that, man. They buy them up and fucked up thing to do. Use them for their thing. You never know. They might want it from you. They might be like, I'm gonna get sued now that I said that. I'm gonna. <laughs> no, sue. you won't. You you own that domain. It's yours. So yeah. Now I'll link it back to what we did at Hillbilly Jam. Yeah, you know? bunch of bunch of photos, but we're all gonna be in it. You know, a lot of, we, not a whole Sean, lot of video from them nights. It's so. gonna go to a fucking picture of Sean Rigsby's face at <laughs> Hillbilly well. Jam. Might as well. They'll be <laughs> like, man, this, <laughs> this is this is a horror site. <laughs> That's funny as hell. <laughs> is that the Unabomber? <laughs> God damn you! Y'all got some long ass podcasts. This shit's dope. Hey, we, we don't. We you know, yeah, we've only had other one go this long, which we knew. I mean, you was thirty minutes late, so you know. Yeah. I fucking That's was it. not. <laughs> Kiss my ass! I was like four minutes late. Y'all motherfuckers <laughs> need Jesus. You were at least five. We got to fact check that. We fact yeah, checked in that. So, well, yeah, y'all got any more questions? <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah, go ahead, Sean. You got some more. Hold on a minute. You hit me with a fuck. Come on. 
She was in a given mood. I'm in the shit talking mood. mood. She was hopping on TikTok live after this. I'll hop on <laughs> TikTok live right now and be like, keep the ball rolling. Tune, tune into Still Talking Podcast. I'll do it right now. Watch. Damn, you should have done that fucking two hours ago. Oh, it's 10 17, bro. There's still plenty of people out. He, he can only spread his celebrityness so far, you know. I know. Oh, no. We promoted him. Shut be on the, the fuck show. up. So, talk a little bit about your. Uh, um, your alpha everlasting shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Talk, talk about talk about your enzymes that, that you and I. Uh, yeah. You know what? Fucking talk about broken bones, man. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So what we said. Uh, plans, plans. Oh, dude. Oh, son. Plans. Keep on. Well, hey, we got, get, time. Uh, we got time. Get ready, because we're gonna put a dent in some shit here, real fucking soon. Y'all, everybody, all the shit talkers, again, all the haters. Be like that dude gets blah 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 from blah 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 who doesn't know shit that they're talking about. Then explain to us why the fuck we're getting them cheaper and selling them cheaper than anybody else. Get ready, get fucking ready to get amylase cheaper than anywhere else you fucking could find it on the net. And I'm being a hundred percent serious. That is not a fucking me talking trash. That's going to happen. Watch. Good. Eat that shit up. Hey y'all, chilling, still, uh, still talking. <laughs> Man, I forgot where he was. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. <laughs> hey y'all, tune into Still Talking podcast. I'm actually filming it right now. We got We're on YouTube. On We're on YouTube. What is the YouTube URL, guys? Give me hit, hit me with it. Still talking uncut. Still hey, talking. Somebody in the comments put it in. Still talking uncut. Uh. We're over here with uh, Sean Rigsby, Big Easy. We're doing the fucking the podcast right now. Tune into it on the YouTube side. We've been Come here a while too. Yeah, we have been here a while. We are kind of a little bit drunk. You can always rewatch it on YouTube. You know, I mean, it, it ain't no untaxed, but it's all somebody, right. somebody, <laughs> somebody just asked me if I have any weight loss tips. Nope. Yeah, Not, quit eating. Not a fucking, not a fucking one, bro. That sounds like a fucking miserable life to me. It is, man. Like I like donuts and everything else. Eat green. Sorry, bro. Go keto so you can still stuff your face with as much food as you want, as long as you don't have carbs. Keto, liquor. (laughs) Come on. Keto and liquor. That's where it's at. Yeah. No, I I got nothing for you. Weight loss tips, dude. No, there ain't shit there. How you gonna ask fat people how to lose weight? Like, what a dick. That's someone trying to be a troll of me being like, oh man, you got shit. I fuck whatever. I love me a troll. I say it all the time, man. I love a troll. I enjoy them because I I fancy myself a troll most of the time. So I uh, love a troll. It's a good yeah. time. So, you know, I would ask you what your favorite thing to make for yourself to drink is, but we already know it's rum. So we won't, won't even bother asking that question. Um, I don't know. That's a toss up. That's a wheat whiskey rum. I don't know. Yeah. So what's your, uh, I hate to go back to this, but as far as broken bones distillery, what's your guys' plan with that? Yeah. So the, the plan is to, the plan for broken bones distillery is to grow the brand big enough to where we can actually, you know, it, it says broken bones distillery, but like, and a lot of people are like, well, you're not a distillery. That don't make no fucking sense. Yeah. But that's the end goal, dude. Like so we're gonna be an LLC. We're gonna it's visualize. We're gonna visualize what we're going and what we're gonna do and where we're where we're gonna be at. So whenever people say, "Hey, what's the plan for Broken Bones?" is to actually have the damn distillery, and um, 
you know, we're LLC, we're we've got all the paperwork, we're completely legal. Yeah, we're not a distillery yet. We're still moonshiners, but the mm-hmm. whole the whole point is to support other moonshiners, other home distillers with good products at good prices and get them to be able to still again with the content we create helping people out you show me another fucking distillery anywhere in the united states show them to me give me their name that's going to go out of their way to help home distillers make liquor where are they at yeah. no, you don't see that you know they're they're thinking like man every home they're distiller not, i create they don't a care lost customer you know yeah. Yes. Home, like major distilleries and even commercial distilleries don't give a flying fuck about home distillers. How many of us have gone into a distillery and said, yeah, we make hooch at home. And they go, they look at us and they go, oh, <laughs> and they turn around and scoff at us yeah. and fucking like treat us like shit. I tell you, the 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 only distillery you ain't I've been see in, that here. the only distillery I've been in where they, uh, he thought it was cool and he treats you like family. Was the Hatfield Distillery when I went to Hooch's? Mark, West Virginia. Oh, Mark, that that man yes, right sir. there. He he wants to hear yes, from you. He he wants to hear from you. Bring you to the back, Mark. Yeah. Will bring you to the back. Hey, check this fermenter out. We just got this. You know, this is the new stuff, dude. He'll show you everything, dude. That let guy's you, down to earth. Let you drink from the worm. That is take you out front and get you fucking between. hammered. Get you hammered right there in the front. Try this. Try that. Yeah, Have you dude. tried this? Have you, it reminds me of myself. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but next this, thing you know, this. next thing you know, though, they're all like, oh, let's use an infuser on our shit. Or, you know, look at these yep. fucking recipes these home distilling guys are using. Like, they're quitting <clears> to bite off of us. Yep. They're but not copy. give us any no, no credit. fucking recognition. Credit. Yeah. So for the guys that want to know where we're going and where we're going or where we're coming from and where we're going, you understand that, like, dude, we're moonshiners, dude. At heart, that's what we are. That's what we do. And supporting the fucking community is what we're going to continue to do. You know, whether it's content and how-tos, you know, whether it's good quality products at fucking good prices, you know, one day, hopefully, that'll pay dividends. We don't just like the kegs I sell, I don't get rich off of them. You know, hopefully one day that shit's going to pay dividends to where we're going to be able to own a distillery and make liquor legally, you know? Well, and dude, people don't realize that, that uh, you and pro change the game when it comes to uh, enzymes and shit. You know, they're out there, but people did. I don't want to say they didn't know. But they didn't realize how easy some of them were to use. They're scared, you know, like you don't know something, you're not sure, yeah. and then you know you don't you don't see them and you didn't see them in small quantities. You had to buy a lot usually, yeah. and it's so when when somebody shows you how simple it can be, it opens your it opens your eyes up. Like when we used to show people how easy it is to make wine, I want you to know how easy it is to make wine, and you you got a feel for it, and it makes other things easier. So. Mm-hmm. It's 10.20 at night. Jump into Pro's inbox and start asking questions. Say, hey, man, I just bought your enzymes. How do I use them? Where? And I, I swear to God, he's going to get back to you. Jump into my inbox. And my, you know, I'm going to get back to you. Now, find the inbox. Just just find the fucking inbox for Sebstar. Show me where the fuck that's at. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and just like... Uh... Hey, somebody messaged me on Facebook. You messaged me right now, and I'll answer your question <laughs> almost immediately because you know I yeah. feel like 
I feel like if 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 you're willing to take your time and you value what value what information I have enough that you're going to take the time to find me and contact me and ask me a question, well, I I owe it to you to at least respond with a I'm not really sure if I don't know or hey man mm-hmm. go message this guy, but yeah. you know, but for for me like if if you take the time to ask me a question, I'm not going to leave you on red. And I'm going to get back with you as soon as I can with the best information that I can, because your time was valuable. And I'm honored that you asked me out of everybody you could have asked. You contacted and it's hard. me. And it's hard when you get to the status of like, honestly, man, easy. Dude, you have a huge following when you get to that level and people start asking you questions. I'm sure you're inundated. Your inbox is always fucking got something in it. You can reply to, mm-hmm. you know, it's fucking hard sometimes, man. And yes, but you know, it's I'm, I'm here to I'm here to help yep. the best I can, and I, I'll fall short. I'm a fucking human being. It is what it is. And, and sometimes mm-hmm. you can only do so much. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, and, 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 and you can only spend so much time with one person too, because you got a lot of other dudes that are like, you know, hey, yes, asking you all sorts of fucking questions. It's just hard sometimes, man. But it, it, yeah, it can't well, get difficult, man. As long as you point somebody in the right direction, that's a win. You know, yep. you can't. Lead yeah. them along the way, you know. I mean, hey, every time every somebody time asks me about rum, I'm like, man, ask you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> banana brandy, cake, man. Don't talk to me about banana brandy, bro. <laughs> Go ask Big Easy, or you know, if somebody hits me with a rice question, I'll be like, I'll be honest with you, man, I don't fuck with rice. I was like, but I'll probably treat it this way. But Appalachian Hooch has worked more rice than I have. It is what it mm-hmm. is, you know. And I'm just not a rice guy. So I mean, rum is my shtick. But that's not the only thing I do. I'm well rounded, but you know, if you're gonna ask me a question, I'd much prefer it to be about rum. Yeah, it's just like I mean, you know, you don't you don't ask a mechanic, you know, about aquariums. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just that's just the way it is. No you doubt. Know? No so. doubt. Yeah. No, but it, it's cool though, man. And I, I think that the respect is, it, it it's a lot nicer of a community than other things that I've been involved in. And I think it's, it's interesting because as, as long as the guys that, and I lose the, I use this term loosely as like leaders, the guys that have like a big social media presence are kind of all kind of, in, it seems like they're all in the same boat, you know, like m- myself, y'all, you know, um, there's, there's a whole bunch of like still builders that were all, you know, kind of in the same kind of pot we all kind of have the same mentality. So as long as we continue to have that same mentality, you don't see, see major splits between like large accounts, then mm-hmm. we won't have a lot of that bullshit that can come in and it fuck it all up. There, there, there's no mm-hmm. us versus them. There's no right? us versus yeah. them. There, there's no this group versus that group or any of that. You know, and if there is, an it issue, really seems like a group it, of it, people that trying yeah. to build everybody else up and we're all trying to raise the fleet. And you know? if there is an issue, it usually gets solved the adult way you know and not so much the bickering and things like that so it's just an issue it's usually on fucking facebook it is it is i mean take your ass back i'm done with the bullshit yeah i don't even i don't even entertain them like i don't go to those groups so much that they don't even pop up on my feed anymore they're just like archived in the back you don't hear nothing about them or well fucking right here 
is admin moderator extraordinaire. I know. Goddamn oh admins every fucking group on I know, Facebook. Can't, can't add me as a moderator in none of them, so I can that kick man, some ass people out. That man right there. I'm not the ones I want to be, though. Every damn one. No, what you want to be is Moonshine Life. Moonshine Life. Put me in Moonshine Life, please. <laughs> I'm in that one. Incognito. <laughs> I'm not. Huh? I'm... There's somebody at the door. I'm right back, y'all. Somebody's knocking on my door at 11.30 at night. Hold it down. Get the pistol. Get the pistol. Uh, he lives, like, not downtown Dayton, but a little closer to town than I'd like. Well, don't give it all out. <laughs> I mean, but... Start. You do mod. You do moderate a, an awful. Well, I do too. I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. I'm I'm talking shit, but like it, it. It seems like every group that I moderator admin, you're fucking moderator admin into. I shouldn't. You're not a mod in my group. Which one is that? Modern moonshine makers. Make it happen. Oh, I'm going shit. I'm going to right now. <laughs> God damn it! Watch it. I swear <laughs> to God. That's a whole lot of come on. <clears throat> Well, I like to lurk around these groups, and I like to see people where they start talking shit to other people, being a dick for no reason, and then I like to jump in on that. Because hey, I'm like, done for the night, y'all. Y'all go ahead and do your thing. I got some stuff going on. All right. Everything, everything good? No, it's not. He's running out quick. All right. Let's... What have you been on, Colton? Huh? He needs to kill that. We're oh, done. No, no, no. no. Okay, cool. All right. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh. Add Sean Rigsby as an admin. There you go. <laughs> oh shit! Here we go. Modern moonshine makers. There it is. I'm kicking <laughs> my camera around. Yeah. Well, brother, if we need to end it, we can end it. It's up to you, brother. I don't care. Shit, I'll, I'll pour myself another drink. We keep running. It's up. <laughs> it really is up to. We're hitting the two and a half hour mark. I mean, it's up to you, brother. You tell me. It's your podcast. Well, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, if you want to pour yourself another drink, I'll go piss, and then we'll run it for another half hour and call it done. You're going to go piss. I'm going to go piss. We're going to pour another drink. Come on. All right.
Colada, come on. All right, what are we doing? I'll be honest with you, man. This is a, uh, it's been a little different because I'm normally like the interviewer. Yeah. So to be the interviewee is a little fucking weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I just let him know I'm, I uh, booted him. Yeah. Just want to make sure his. Yeah. Shit's good. Yep. That's it. Welcome to Ohio. We have fun down here. here. You know what? Hey, uh, oddly enough, so my cousin, I'm out, my whole family is from fucking Ohio. My dad's side. So what part? Uh well, my dad grew up in Sandusky. Oh, north. Okay. Yeah, way. I mean, fucking. He's about five, four or five hours from us. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, still hand Steve is from Ohio. Really? Mm-hmm. So oddly enough, that like you know, my dad moved from Ohio down here, and still hand Steve from Ohio down here. He's from Elyria. So, um, but now we have family. I have in-laws in Ohio, and then my my family is from Ohio. So, as much as I I, I rep the whole like Texas blood shit, like dude. I have a lot of fucking. I was I was praying to God that tribe beat Yankees to go to the World Series and shit. They didn't. Yankees fucking. I fucking hate the Yankees. Um, <laughs> but Steve Steve roots for the Yanks. You know, he, I actually you know he leaves, he roots for Cleveland too. But I refuse to call them the Guardians. They're not the Guardians. They're so always. I got a gonna, question for you. They're always going to be tribe in my my mind. Do you prefer a uh, open worm or a sealed worm, and why? Sealed all day long because I can recirculate that shit, bro. So why don't you open a sealed worm? Because it doesn't flow back to my open a sealed worm. Why the fuck? Oh fuck you, man! <laughs> and I just got it. Just got it. <laughs> Because <laughs> people end up shipping you mops. Mops. Yeah, I, I made a big ass mess, and um, oh, <laughs> one time, and Sam Page ended up shipping me a mop. But 
Yeah, that's funny as hell. No, sealed worm's the way to go, though, bro. Can't say I've ever used one other than a uh, a live bag condenser. Same shit. Or a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same shit, right? It's just a, it's in a coil in there instead of a fucking straight tube, which is kind of to me, it's kind of like I, I kind of like a sealed worm better than I like a shotgun because although pro would disagree with me on this pro is like I can slow that bitch down to a drip on a fucking shotgun condenser on yeah. a steeled worm to me it seems like that vapor doesn't have that straight shot out right it has to curve it mm-hmm. has to hit it has to hit the, the turn and has to fucking you know rub, like that. rub up against the inside of that coil which forces the condense condensation on the inside of it too. So I kind of like the idea of a sealed worm more than I like the idea of a shotgun condenser. Now, but like I said, pro would fucking completely disagree with me. So interesting. More than one way to make a jar, bro, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and some people will say that, you know, for like hyper flicker, they prefer one or the other, you know, like you said, slowing it down to a drip. Yeah. Well, and I think more than I think high proof happens more before you even get to the condenser. Yeah. Yeah. Before you ever even get to the condenser part, right? So like if say you're gonna make high proof bigger, a um bro, I need whatever desk you got. It's a TV tray. Oh son, <laughs> is it on wheels? No, no, I just slid it across the floor. Hardwood floors, bro. I thought it was on skateboards. That shit looked bad. <laughs> this is a fucking. Oh, oh. Welcome back. Thanks. I, I'll explain what happened, man. It's just some bullshit. So my bad. Sorry for leaving y'all. I was surprised you're still here. Yeah. We, <laughs> we I, talked I, about honestly, it, we were. I think more people were worried about you than. Yeah, it was just so. it was just some some bullshit that happened. Some some children. Some kid, yeah, children. Yep, that's exactly children. it. Yeah, children. Wait. So. Just some children. children. No, nah, but I think I think high proof happens. Like if you're gonna run a plate plate still with a you know a ref, reflux column with a D flag, that's gonna that's what's gonna get you your high proof rather than your condenser. The condenser just turns the vapor to liquid, you yeah. know, and then the the vapor is gonna be a mixture of a water and alcohol. So by the time the vapor gets to that condenser, it's not like you're stripping more alcohol off. Doesn't make a right. difference. The distill the okay. itself prior to that. I'll tell you what. I I ran a uh, shotgun condenser one time, and it was on a fifty gallon pot, an actual shotgun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like that. And dude, I tried to get that thing to fucking not work right. I turned that shit way up at the end, as hot as I could get it to get it to smoke out, and it wouldn't do it. Dude, they won't. I was like, what the fuck? It's amazing. It's kind of amazing how short a fucking shotgun condenser can be and how much you could throw at it. I watched, I watched Sean. Well, I've seen a small uh, (laughs) shotgun condenser run on a 50 gallon barrel and was just like, that's amazing that that little old thing could keep up with running that 50 gallon drum. It was just, it was wild. How big of a shotgun condenser was it? So eighteen or twenty four inches. That's that's the normal that's a normal condenser I sell for a fucking keg still. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, 24 inches, two feet. Dude, that thing ran. It, it was running a 50-gallon drum like a dream. That's on, fucking oh, gnarly. On on four four-inch yeah. plates, too. Like it was, With like, no D-flag. Yeah, no D-flag. Like, it was nice. That shit's gnarly, dude. That's cool that, as fuck. That's what's in now. Up at, that's at the Tuckin' Reds with uh, that yeah. barrel I got off you. Oh, my God. Okay, first off, <laughs> y'all don't understand what you did for me. Oh, like, I knew. No, I knew. No, that's why you I, have I, no I fucking at, clue. Bro, I'm out there fucking running my mouth, being like, look where the fuck my equipment's at. <laughs> fucking showing everybody I know. Like, this shit's in Ohio in a real legal distillery. The equipment I fucking built, they fucking took, dude, Y'all don't know, man, how proud I was at that fucking moment to see my shit in a legal distillery. How fucking make cool that was to me, dude. <laughs> yeah, hold on. <laughs> yeah, we, we make shit dude, happen, man. So was, that shit's it, so fucking badass. And it's, I tell you, man, it, it was it was fate, you know. I, we didn't have no barrel like that, and then I get back, wasn't back a week from Maggie Valley, and Sean yeah. came in. My buddy Red, he's having a problem. And I told him that you had a barrel that you might let him use. And I was like, might, might like, Hey bro. And I was like, all right, Friday, we'll have it to him. Friday. I met him out there. I was like, here you go, man. How'd y'all clean it? Let me ask you that. I didn't. That was one of the, he cleaned it. He was the one using it. (laughs) Yeah. He boiled it out with some degreaser to get that oil out. But yeah, Yeah. that was one of the deals. I was like, you got to clean this because I ain't cleaning it. (laughs) I want you and, to know, man, that was a highlight of my fucking week, like my month when I found that out. And I, I didn't, fle- I didn't like show it, but dude, I was so fucking proud. Yeah, I know. I went so out. proud at that moment. That's why I was like, I'm going to put one of um, shoe with stickers on here. I'm going to make sure I get that in the shot and I'm going to show him. Like, just, you know, bring your shit's got to come to Ohio to be put to use. <laughs> yeah. That's just how it is. So. That shit's badass, dude. I fucking, I appreciate that more than you guys could ever even fucking realize, dude. That shit's so fucking cool. You know, I, I, you know, I had a feeling because you know it's different, man. You see, you see it go somewhere, and you're just like, man, they made they made a lot of good vodka through that thing already. They, are they still using it? I, I yeah, imagine, right now. I imagine they're still using it while they're uh, yeah. they're, they're in the in, bet- in between. You know, they're looking at bigger bigger pot, bigger setup. But that's fucking yeah. cool, that, man. That little setup there made them be like, "Yep, we we need a stainless rig to run our vodka through." So, dude, strip just... it on a copper, strip it on a copper. You take the sulfites out and then fucking put it well, in the stainless and fucking just their their copper still's been used so many times that it's seasoned and it's pulling flavors through that's getting Ooh. into their vodka. So that was one reason why um, they contacted Sean was trying to figure out why they're getting that flavor through. And I think dude, old so Tater said to you. Um, you know, it's probably seasoned. I think that's who he said. It, it's probably seasoned that pot, man. And, you know, you don't want that flavor draw through. You better run a different pot. That's cool as shit, though. So, Sean, how do you know those guys? Uh, Red contacted me for a jar rig. And but were, like they, ten- were they already legal? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you got legal distillers. Contacting moonshiners, yeah. To say, how yeah. the fuck do we do this? Well, and it contacted him for a jar rig, you know. So Sean built him a badass three quarter jar rig for their big old pot, and then you know, See you know I'm how saying? it is. Once mm-hmm. you meet somebody, you're just like, oh, we're friends, you know. Yeah. We're boys now, and uh, and so you know, I- and then then they hit him up like, hey man, we're having a problem. What do you think? 
<laughs> I mean, now they want a three to four hundred gallon pot. Still, yeah, set up, set up, just like, yeah, yeah, set up just like that barrel with eight inch plates and all that, and and so cool you know, it's cool to help a a, a legal place, you know, resolve a big issue because it was a huge issue for them. We won't go into yeah. details, but it was it, it was going to be an expensive issue. Let's just say that if he couldn't get it right. Yeah. And it's one of those things, man. It's like where I I've, I've I've talked about it before about how like moonshiners are like we don't get enough credit, you know, and there's dudes that are in this industry that are fucking making liquor and you know, we're we're trying different recipes, we're doing different things and we're we're a driving force in a lot of things that are happening. And people fucking laugh at me when I say that shit, but I'm like, dude, when you hear stories about how a moonshiner's rig ended up in some fucking dude's fucking house and then somebody else and you know now it's in a legal distillery some shit we we collectively made happen that shit is badass to me and i have legal distillers call me you know sometimes about like you know hey how does this happen you know i get a lot of muck pick questions now so from legal distillers that are wanting to do like traditional jamaican style rums but in america so I've been on the horn for the last like month with like three or four different distilleries that are legal, which to me is cool as fuck, you know? So don't discount the little guy, dude, that's over there working in his house and making liquor on a fucking keg. And have you ever thought about uh, getting into a consultant, a consultant? Dude, you know I, what I mean, I ain't that fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Well, you know, we've got small distilleries looking for somebody that's might come in and just, yeah, but I don't have any, I don't have any like expertise in like legal distilling, though. That's the, that's the weird fucking thing about this, though. But usually, is that usually the problems they're having is not a single one of us fucking knows shit about fucking legal distilling, but we know how to make liquor. And yes, that's usually the problem they're having is with the liquor making. It's not the business part. It's not the distribution or bottling or any, that ain't the part that they're having problems with. It's something to do with, with in between the uh, fermenting, making a mash and distilling, they're having an issue in there. And, you know, and an outside mind coming in who sees it from a different point of view might be able to tell them like, like with tuck and reds, they never even realized it or even thought like, Hey man, we seasoned our still because we've ran 8 million runs through it, you know? And then but once, uh, once Sean bounces that off somebody and they say it to him and he says it to them, they're like, that makes fucking sense. It's like once a gin still always a gin still, bro. People don't realize that shit, dude. When you put them fucking gin oils, that fucking those botanicals on, on that fucking, Either you're running caustic to get rid of it, you're gonna mm-hmm. put fucking uh, sodium in that bitch to fucking uh, sodium, whatever the fuck makes soap, fucking hydrochloride, whatever the fuck it is. But you're putting caustic in that shit to fucking get rid of it, or yeah, you're starting over. But a season still, if you have your fucking flavors that you want to fucking build in that bitch. They're going to carry through every time. It's like a piece of cast iron. You don't want to fuck mm-hmm. with that. You don't want to take that away just to make vodka nah, one week. You're right. Yeah. And then fucking turn around and then be like, oh, now we're not getting the same flavor on our fucking bourbon that we have built on for fucking three years. And that's why yeah. you see at most distilleries, they have 
different size stills for the different things they do. And their their gin still is always small, dude. Yep. It's always small and off to the side. Actually, I know a, I got a buddy of mine who was their gin still at their legal distillery was run on fire. They took it out back when they needed to run gin because they didn't nice. sell a lot of it. They took it out back and they ran a fucking like 26 gallon still on fire with plates and a gin basket. I was like, yo, that's like moonshining. Like, that for is, real, though. man. Takes you back, huh? That shit's dope. Takes you back. <laughs> but, no, that shit's cool to me, though. Like, to see that, like, moonshiners making a dent in the fucking industry, dude. I want to see that. And Well, you, you know, know, we've we've talked about it before. Um, me and Sean have run legal liquor one time. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. I don't get jealous much, but I'm jealous. <laughs> but, uh, you know, don't we be. talk about it all the time where your home distiller, not only are they putting out a better quality product than big distilleries, but we also have the, the capabilities R&D, you know, research yes. and development, try new things, try this, see if it works, you know, and that's well, just not something big distilleries have capabilities yeah. to do. The fucking, the ability, like, for us to buy a $60 sack of fucking high-end grain. Maybe that's what it takes to get, like, high-end malted barley, right? Say yeah. you want to go with, like, a six-row fucking caraway malt. Like you're going to pay for it, you know? But beer brewers can pay for that shit because, you know, it makes some, you know, fucking 30 gallons of beer. So, okay, cool. We have a lot of beer to fucking sell. You know, when we distill that shit down, we get this much fucking alcohol. Major distilleries can't go out and buy that super high end grain that we can. Mm-mm. And I was talking to, talking about this about like uh malt, like uh fucking um malted barley versus unmalted barley. I have some malted barley here that's like high end brewers grade malted barley, and it's fucking delicious. I could eat. Some people saw me eat that shit with milk on a live. I poured it in a bowl, poured milk on it, and ate it like it was cereal because it's delicious. I also have some fucking field grade malt or field grade barley that's used for fodder for like hay for cows and shit. Dude, it tastes like barnyard dirt earth it, and it's not it yes it'll make whiskey, but it's it doesn't taste good, you know, but we have the ability as home brewers to go out and buy a couple sacks of the really really good shit yep. to make a really really good whiskey, you know. And that shit's not, I mean, the major distilleries would have to fucking charge $600 a bottle just to fucking get their fucking nut when it comes to some of the grains that we get to use. Mm-hmm. You know? There's only so many breweries or so many distilleries out there using like Bloody Butcher or or a fucking really, or like a fucking good Jimmy Red. You know, yeah. they don't. They don't have access to it, and, and they yeah. and even if they do, they can't buy enough to like sustain an entire fucking line. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see a bottle built on it. Yeah, the money, you know. At the end, it's like, look, man, we can't sell bottles for three hundred dollars. <laughs> we can't sell bottle for three hundred dollars. Nobody's like, going to buy it. Yeah, it's it's such a select market. You know, it's just like anything else. It comes down to marketability, and can it make money? And, yeah. and just like you're talking about the people with the gin, and they make small batches of gin. Won't not a lot of people drink gin. It's it's it, this ain't this ain't the eighteen hundreds, and we're making bathtub gin. Every that shit's there. growing though, and 
It, it, growing. It, it comes in waves, you know, like something like vodka has been real big for right. a long time. And then maybe, in the eighties, it was vodka. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Jen, maybe Jen's going to come back and be real big. Um, Cause you know, I could see it being a, makes you feel a little classy to drink some gin. <laughs> I don't know. So pinkies <laughs> up, man. Pinkies up. Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to say three hours is long enough. Yep. <laughs> hey man, we appreciate every person that sat through this whole thing. You know, it was, it was some shit show parts. It was some good information. Um, it's uncut. Yeah, it was a great time, man. Uh, I really appreciate you being on for our Halloween episode, Chua. Shit. Um, this was now a ne- next one up. We're doing a full collab. We're going to get Huchon and Chua, and we're going to do a full collab. And well, hold Huch on. Can do it. The next episode? No, 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 no. We the next time we have you on, it's going to oh, be with Hooch. okay. So listen, we, I'm we, so down for that shit. We have to we have to plan this out like a month in advance with Hooch because he works crazy days and off days, and so mm-hmm. we'll get it squared away. You know, maybe maybe we'll come back around uh, Thanksgiving. He's dude, that sounds like Monday a fucking ball, dude. So I'm down for it. That'd be a good time, and then hopefully you guys will be back up and running and have have content coming, and you know we can collab and have a good time. So. Goddamn three-hour podcast. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy, man. I was gone for 30 minutes of it. Hell, you was gone for 30 minutes of it. So. I'm like I was not five, maybe. Can you believe that I was the only one here for the whole thing? He, well, I'm, I'm, I, hats off to you, Sean. Well done. Well, hey, actually, I was early because I was the one that invited both you fuckers. Uh, you, you're right. You was first and last. First one here, last one gone. Are you drinking beer? Mountain Dew beer. Yeah. Hey, do you know that that Arizona sweet tea is made in fucking Brooklyn, New York? I do not. You do now. Check the label. He Tell can't me I'm wrong. Read. No, he can't read. Look at look at him. He's looking at it now. <laughs> I told you. I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> Arizona sweet tea is made in fucking Brooklyn, New York. You would think it'd be made in Arizona, you know? The stupid shit that I know, man. It's fucking Woodbury, New York. Oh well, goddammit, it's made in New York. I was close you were enough. Fucking wrong. Wrong. <laughs> ain't no ain't no air. Hey, do you know why they have the Z is capitalized in Arizona? Did you even notice that? Arizona. That? Well, it's because it's not made in Arizona, the state. They capitalize the Z so they can get away from fucking trademarking bullshit. They don't get sued whenever people are like, hey man, this shit's not made in fucking Arizona. And they're like, well. It's always a, cap- a workaround. It's a capital Z. Look at it. Always a workaround. Look, look, at you, look at your can, bro. Oh, look, there you go. Look at that Z. That Z is capitalized. Hey. No trademark infringement over here. <laughs> We're not made in Arizona, the state. We're just Arizona. <laughs> yeah. It's just a name. It's just a name. But yeah. wait, you anybody want to learn some good shit, man? Check out Chew on TikTok. Um, it's got good shit, man. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all listening. Honored you was here, Shua, man. This was great. Loved it. Um, Can't wait to listen to it. I know you're not going to, but I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. All hail. All hail, Shua, the TikTok legend. 350,000. I'm going to take that that fucking spicy bit and turn it into a fucking TikTok and piss people off. You should. You might as well. Let's go. All right, man. We love y'all. Y'all have a good night. Uh, Don't log off. Stay I'm going to go. Show. Okay. Don't log off yet. All right. See y'all All later. Right.
Yep. Turn it on. Bye. I'm going to go live and get drunk. Get drunk.